commentators this episode was Aldrin Cornejo, um, episode 32, getting up there. Uh, it was awesome. We nerded out hardcore. We talked a lot about D&D, a lot about uh, role-playing games and board games and uh, games in general. We also talked a lot about comedy. Um, yeah, you guys are going to like it, especially if you like nerdy, nerdy stuff. So uh, be prepared. Cause it's coming at ya. It's uh, yam yam it up, yamitators, and um, what else? What else? Facebook.com/slash yamitat with Doug Culp. I need to post on there some more. Uh, <coughs> you know, post any comments and questions and uh, whatever else iTunes and Stitcher. It really, really helps the show if you guys. Uh, rate and review and uh, leave comments and stuff. Um, our Apartment Comedy Show, I haven't gotten back to that yet. I think I'm just gonna, because uh, the, 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 the 50 year old El Salvadorian lady that I live with, she was gonna ask the landlord, but I think I'm just gonna ask the landlord because, um, you know, comedy. Um, the Twitter, my Twitter is at Dugathan, and the Twitter for the show is at Yamatat. So, yam it up. And then, uh, this is the bedroom. This is where the magic happens. Like sleight of hand and stuff. Yeah, and um, the gathering. And yes, <laughs> my favorite kind of magic. Uh, don't touch another man's dice. You can. No, I have no qualms with that. I have, I roll a lot of ones. <laughs> doesn't. Um, I don't believe in like. Oh, these these days are, yeah. Awesome. And this oh, was nice. the, the Chessex um, scoop bag of dice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Are we recording in here? Yeah. Cool. All right. I can get the door so that it doesn't noise or anything. Get back. Yes, good collection. Resistance, one up. Mm -hmm. I just got the starter set myself. I'm running it with three different people. Nice. Three, uh, three different groups, I mean. And then, uh, Lords of Waterdeep. Have you played that? Oh, yeah. I haven't played the um, Scoundrels of Skullport yet, but... the That's an expansion, right? Yeah. I hear it makes it amazing. Like, even more... I mean, it's good as it is, but... Because it makes... It brings it up to five players or six players? Probably six, because I think you can play the five. You can play five, mm -hmm. okay. You need thoughts and <laughs> I wrote that. Yeah, no kidding. With and that, you have a piano, with that yeah. piano, that guitar, and oh, uh, that piano has like knobs and stuff on it. And a harmonica. Yeah, it's an electric acoustic, like a guitar. Yeah. You can plug in. You can just leave it as is. It's cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Yes, I'm very impressed with your nerdery. All right. These are all these are all the board games where I'm like these are awesome, and then those are the board games where it's like those are also okay. those <laughs> are also board games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clue, Clue is a board game, mm -hmm. but it's Simpsons Clue, so it really should be over here. <laughs> Flux. Oh, you have the Firefly card game. I played the board game a little bit, didn't get to finish it, because. Um, me and some friends went to Game House on New Year's Eve because they were doing like 
New Year's Eve, board games from 8 to 2 in the morning. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. So I rung in the New Year playing board games. Um, but the last game we played was Firefly, and we didn't have enough hours to finish. Yeah, so. what time did you start? That game take, can take like four hours. Yeah, yeah we started about like 12.30. Uh, oh, man. But we had plenty of games to play before. And that was the so. only time you got to play it? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I'm sure I'll play it again soon. Um, Battlestar's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Wait till you see game anyway. So they have like all these and more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's. I'm not even gonna say anything. I'm right. just gonna let you get surprised. Good. And Good. Uh, I know you're already recording. Yeah. Because I <laughs> I've been listening to your podcast. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you got my mo. <laughs> you got it. This is, I, I gotta say, this is the first time I've uh, recorded a podcast in a director's chair, not with a table between us. There you go. But that that's smart, because you can't bang your fist on the table and ruin the recording. Yeah, plus I don't have a lot of room for a table right now. Sure. <laughs> but if you did get a table... Well, I do, yeah. yeah. I got this guy. That's the one table you need. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. it flip over so you can like not ruin the felt? or? No. But it's... It's used like I got it at a yard sale for fifteen bucks. Oh, what? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a really good deal. It's a really good deal. It's still a really good table. Like the felt's in pretty good condition and like I, I like I know it's for poker, but it would be perfect for like for games. Yeah, like um, it has been. I was gonna say Commander Magic. Have you played Commander? Mm -mm. Like the variation on Magic where I've never actually played Magic. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't know. There's a little commitment there that you have to have yeah. and uh, a bottomless wallet. Yeah, because you just have to keep buying and buying and buying and buying yeah. and buying and buying. But I will say, if you want, if a good introductory to it would be a commander deck because it's meant to be multiplayer. It comes with 100 cards, including all the land you need for it. And you could um, it, you can use it to play one-on-one uh, -on -one or in a group. And then you never have to buy another deck. You could buy another deck or you know, uh, more cards to make it better commander deck is but the commander deck is like its own thing it like you know it's already pre-made for you okay um because i know that with android netrunner yeah that, like the living card game system yeah i mean where you don't have to keep buying and buying it right you could just have like a base deck i love android netrunner i i actually played netrunner when it first started well you know um in the 90s yeah yeah okay and then no one bought that game because no one knew what and it has the same was. artwork, right? It has no, the same... no, I'd oh, say the, the artwork's, artwork's way, way better. Okay. Yeah, and also the the way the cards look, like um, they kind of overhaul the whole thing. But the, the base way of playing is exactly the same. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, my buddy Tyler is way into Android Netrunner. Like he, it was that whole episode, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I was just getting caught up on like the last few ones, so I was like, <laughs> games, games, comedy, games. All right. <laughs> I'll just listen to these. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah he, tournaments in San Diego or something? Yeah, he's gone to tournaments and stuff. One one tournament he went to, like in Phoenix or whatever, and um, he bought, like before he did all the tournaments and stuff, he bought his own custom, like, um, uh, tags and, like, uh, the points and everything. Like oh, the, okay, like bits and the stuff? The money and the bits, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. He bought, yeah. he bought them off from this company that makes them specifically for Oh, like they runner. laser cut the plastic and oh, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I've seen things like that. That's pretty cool. That's some commitment. You can I also like, use pennies. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, Tyler. Yeah. He's like, I know, it's pretty cool though, right? Some glass beads. <laughs> you can go to Michael's and buy a 
like pottery beads for I don't know four dollars. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, no, that game is great. I like. I've always liked the idea that that game is asymmetrical, where like you have the corp and it plays completely different oh, from the runner. Oh yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it's it's such a smart. And uh, with the Android picking it up, I feel like they've kind of gotten it better together because. The original was more like Magic, where like you had to buy a ton of cards before you even had a real deck, mm -hmm. and then this way, like you have what four decks per person, like already pre-made for you. All you yeah. have to do is like pick this corporation. These are the gray cards that everyone uses, and then pick the the red ones or whatever the green ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't know what Game Empire was. Game Empire. But you, then again, you are from North San Diego, and that's more mission. -based. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, because. Um... San Diego County and North San Diego County. There's, uh, there's a big, there's a big oh, difference. Sure. Yeah, it's like saying the Valley in Hollywood. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Where if you're from outside, then you'd be like, how different can it be? And then you're like, oh, it's right. way different. Mm -hmm. Like when I. Um, there's only like four habitable places in San Diego. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, oh yeah. So when I was moving up, I was like, I'm gonna go to Fries because I love. Going fries because it's great. It's a great store. The one over by Arrow or the one over here in Burbank? Uh, Burbank. There's another one. Oh, the one in San Diego is on Arrow Drive. Arrow Drive. Oh, Arrow Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that one has what? Like a what's the theme in that one? I can't remember. I can't remember the one on Arrow, but the one there's one in San Marcos, which is North San Diego County, uh -huh. which is like Atlantis themed. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, um, that's the one I, I remember. Uh, I was just I just came back from fries actually. With a big ant, an uh, octopus in the wall. Yeah, yeah, so cool. Alien with the yeah the alien spaceship crashing yep. the, um, the front. Yeah, they did a really good job with that one. Oh yeah, so when I went up there, I was like, all right, so this is is Burbank considered the valley? No, yeah. it's like it borders North Hollywood, so yes and no. Okay. Like parts of Burbank might as well be Glendale, but then there's the where Fries is, I think, is like North Hollywood. But it's still so different from it here. Is. It is. It very much so. You're like, wow, there's like not a lot of people. Yeah. There's, it's just pretty chill. It's and... actually where I currently live. Just like that north part of Burbank. Huh. Pretty chill. Yeah. Except for the weather. It's like 90 degrees up there right now. <laughs> it's pretty nice here right now, right? The yeah. Weather? I, in fact, I was like, it sucks when like standing outside is better than inside. Yeah. And, I've got uh, my computer running all the time, so right maximum efficiency mm -hmm. and heat. <laughs> Plus, uh, doesn't the motor on fans like give off a lot of heat? Like I had that going all night. Well, yeah, but you know, just you, you have the the cold side facing you, let the hot side face the other way. Yeah, that's true. Fans spin down D twenties. Oh yeah. Do you know some people don't know that you shouldn't use those for your Dungeons and Dragons? To, to roll, you mean? Yeah. Oh. They're not the best. I mean, I mean, they're great for magic, but for... Well, I have these three because I like to juggle. Yeah, I think I remember you talking about that, too. Oh, yeah, and then... Do you contact juggle ever? Huh? Do you know contact juggling? Just, like, one ball juggling? Like One uh, ball? Like in... Uh, you've seen Labyrinth? Yeah. Um, oh, like the the, um, yeah. the gravity sort of right. thing? The Fushigi. No, I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I can make it look like I'm juggling with three when I only have one. <laughs> like, you're still only juggling with one, but you're doing that. That momentum this. is there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's the real magic. 
<laughs> this, this is real magic. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Your thumb! Uh, it hurts. Is it okay? Yeah, it's gonna be fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what's this, uh, what's this podcast about? <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, wha- what do you... What's your dream, uh, dream career slash uh, gig slash whatever you want to call it? If you heard the Asan Ahmad episode, he said he called it the mountaintop. He's like, I like to call it the mountaintop. And mm. I was like, oh, I like that, yeah. Well, well, then I guess to answer that trick question, I'd say I'd like to get near that mountaintop but never actually get there. What? Why? Because <laughs> once you get there, where do you go? You got to go back down. No, you don't. You don't hit the pinnacle. <laughs> because once you hit that pinnacle, then I think it's about ready for you to die. <laughs> so just kind of circle around it a little bit. Keep it in eye's length. And then no. <laughs> and then touch the top row before someone else is about to. <laughs> so that you win. Anyway. That is a that is a droll way to look at things? Is that a real word? Uh, I play board games. It's a strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I play Mario Kart. Never be in first place. The blue shell is coming. <laughs> it's always coming. Hover around second, and then cut one of the first place off. <laughs> yeah, that's that's how that works. I haven't seen that game forever. The the gray thing. I think oh. I just have it when it was purple. Yeah, I bought it at a at a yard sale. Garage sale, yeah. It's a. We're pointing at. Um, what is a, that called? It's a, it's a Death Star. Oh, that's a Star Wars theme one. Yeah, it's a Star Wars. Okay, that makes sense. It's a Death Star, and um, it's kind of like Bop It-ish, where you you start playing, and then it's like... Um, it's got like the uh, like a, a ball accelerometer. Yeah, like, one, it'll be like... One, four, one, two. Yeah, or it'll be like R2-D2, and then you turn to R2-D2, and then oh, it'll be it like, like Han Solo. And then, uh, yeah, you can, do it, you can do it like four different ways. Huh. White, C-3PO, Five orange. different ways, I think. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. White... Uh, by color, by number, by um, sound, great. By um, character, and I think there's another one. There's like a battle mode or something. It's crazy. All that just has Star Wars on it. Yeah, I can't remember what that game was called. A spin-off? I don't know. <laughs> a very nice collection of stuff. Final. Yeah. Very eclectic, and I'm also impressed with the uh, NES that's just over there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yep. That would be really cool if... Would you, you believe could... me if I said I got this phone just so I can get this case? Because that's not true. But... <laughs> I would believe it, though. But it's it's an iPhone. Everyone... Yeah, it's even got buttons. Oh, well, they do press. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool if you could, like, take off the case and then... And then play. Use it with an emulator. Yeah. Yeah. They have those things for iPhones where you can just... Plug it right into a controller or something? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those. I mean, it all depends on what software is actually using yeah. the, the peripheral. If it would uh, respond to it or not. Yeah. Um, I don't suppose you saw Gardens of the Galaxy yet. Yeah? Yeah, I saw it twice. It was so good. It's so good. I'm very excited for more of that. Yeah. And uh, To see what will happen with them yeah, some more. Yeah, I mean, like... Considering, like, everyone knows who Captain America is, everyone knows who Thor is, everyone knows of the Avengers, essentially, but... Wait, are we gonna, are we gonna spoil it a little bit? No, 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 I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say, like, no one really knew what the Guardians of the Galaxy was, unless you were, like, super deep into the Marvel Universe. Well, I had this one, um, sorry to interrupt, I have this comic from 90, um... 
What is it? 92. Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. That's dope. It has Galactus on the cover. Yeah, so that's great. I read the, I read it because I was like going through all my old comics that I hadn't read yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, this was awesome. Like, um, it even has a foil cover. Huh. Yeah, and um, Silver Surfer is called The Keeper in this. Okay. And um, that's Yandu? Yandu? Yandu, yeah. Yandu? Heard, yeah, I heard he wasn't in the, in the team. Yeah. That's Charlie 27. I know that because of Hero Clicks. Um, anyway, so, like, <laughs> most of the characters are different, and yeah, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what happened? Where's, where's this, uh, like, uh, panther girl, feral, like, panther girl, and then where's this fire dude, and, um, there's fire girl, and, and, or something. Captain Patriot, or whatever. Yeah. But the Captain Chest Hair. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I had read this, and then I heard that the movie's coming out, and I was like, Oh, sweet. And then I saw the it's cast nothing. was like totally different. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. It, it, it's, it's come a long way. Yeah. But I was like, Chris Pratt, like, we can't go wrong with this. Yeah. Like, this is going to be awesome. Knocked it out of the park. That, everything about that, sh- that movie was just so well done. And <laughs> I, I'd like the soundtrack. Like, I want to go and own that soundtrack. Yeah. Just, mm. Awesome mix volume one. Yeah. It's such a, uh, I mean, people are saying like, that the music in itself is a character and it's so true like it yeah. really makes that movie work but yeah no spoilers it's only been what three days <laughs> I had the the day the day it came out on Friday some like a, a co-worker of mine went to go see the midnight screening so he saw it and the next morning and I won't, I won't say anything but the next morning he was like Guardians of the Galaxy was pretty cool and by the way so and so shows up at this part and I'm like what why why would you tell me that? <laughs> like, oh, I didn't notice that person. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh I, wait, no, no, no. I'm not. Not that. Um, I'm talking about the. Uh, there is an Easter egg. You know, like every Marvel movie, there's a tag. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it dealt with the tag, and I was just like, that doesn't give anything away. But it also would have been nice to have just been surprised naturally by that. Oh, the the, the thing. Um, the thing at the end. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we cryptic enough yeah. <laughs> that no one will, will guess yeah. what we're talking about? But, uh, and then, and I, what you're talking about, um, based off of that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, well, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't... You wouldn't. There's no way. There's no way you would have seen that person. Okay. Because it was... Was it super quick? And it like... was that person's voice, it, voicing a thing, not the person oh. actually being on screen. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I thought was it the same in the, thing too. Um... Mm-hmm. It wasn't that thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was at the at the beginning part of where they go to that thing. Yeah. Okay. With the mm-hmm, and then you know, right here. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That guy. <laughs> Take that, listeners. <laughs> that was awesome. Watch the movie. That was a whole like three minutes of, and then the but and he they. Yep. <laughs> yep. Doug doesn't know how to edit his own podcast. Guardians of the Galaxy. I do know how to edit. I just don't want to. <laughs> no razor tool? No, I, no I've, I can razor tool it. Um, the My buddies and I, Josh and Tyler and I, um, we were going to do a podcast because I was like, this is fun. Like, we just sit around and talk and whatever, and then people can hear it, like our funny, insane ideas. And um, they were like, all right, whatever, I guess. 
so we would record it. The first one that we did, um, I sat down and edited, and it took forever because I, I was like, I was trying to make it like, I don't know, family friendly, kid friendly, whatever, so that anyone could listen to sure. it. So I was like chopping out all the fucks and the shits and all the all that and replacing them with other words and um <laughs> okay i put in like um the way starcraft used to do when you would type in bad words like uh, every time someone would like i ch- message you back love you it was because they said fuck you <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much like that um but it took so long then the second episode, I, I got more into it, and I was, like, doing that, but then I also, like, made, put in fake commercials and stuff yeah. in, like, in blank spaces, and it was just like, all right, this is, this is too much. Jingles. Yeah. Nobody you're, wants. Because now you're producing. Yeah. You're not just recording. Yeah. Now I'm making, like, hey, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to, do you want to show, do you want to do a show that you're not getting paid for, that you're right taking, like, eight <laughs> more hours to do? <laughs> no. No. Especially if you're going to do it, like, weekly. Yeah. That would just drive you nuts. Yeah. It was uh, a lot a lot more work than it was worth. Yeah. That podcast was called The Nerd Trifecta. Okay. Because me and Tyler and Josh made up The Nerd Trifecta. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's great. I think that works. Um, speaking of nerd, I don't know if you saw the that laboratory notebook and the thing that it's on top of. So the thing it's on top of is a big old... A grid. Grid, yeah, that I carved out um, one-by-one squares for D&D. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So fourth ed, mostly. Huh? Fourth ed, mostly, then. Well, yeah. I mean, I know fifth fifth edition Fifth, you don't need a map options for it. Yeah. Which I'm kind of okay with. I kind of like... I've been... uh, It's fun playing without a map, but it's also fun playing with a map. Yeah, no, absolutely. I've done both, and... I've, uh, with 4th edition, since you really have no other option but to have maps, I went and bought tons of those, um, those modular map packs. You know, like the cardboard cutouts of, like, these are aisles and these are, like, a 4x4 four four oh, grid yeah, and things yeah, like yeah. that. And then you can move them around, kind mm-hmm. of Catan-like. But that gets, that gets expensive. Yeah. Because, like, each one of those map packs was, like, 20 bucks, and then, you know, well, I have the forest, now I need a cave. Like, <laughs> and, and, like, that's a lot of trouble to go for a... Like, it's just the table, and it's yeah. flat kind of thing, yeah. as opposed to, I've always wanted to play, like, hero clicks and stuff on a, on a Warhammer board, because it does look like you're working on that right now, um, cutting out, like... Well, stuff. I've got those, too, just for maybe the future, like, mm-hmm. maybe to make more terrain, or... We're getting real nerdy here, everyone. <laughs> more is, terrain... Is, isn't that more... what your uh, podcast yeah, is about? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Comedy and nerds. Yeah. Um, but the... <laughs> Yeah, so the the grid, um, I'm, I want to get um, a clear, K, uh, like a um, like an acrylic sheet, so you can have a dry erase. So I can draw, yeah, so yeah. I can draw on top of it. I found one on um, eBay, Amazon, something, eBay. Cool. I'm totally gonna buy it. You should be able to find stuff like that at like a like an Office Depot too. I was thinking like a craft store, or Office Depot, or something, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Because I, I Googled and Googled, like, clear dry erase, mm-hmm. and all that was coming up was, like, white dry erase boards. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but the thing the thing that I found says like um, it's it's a clear um, like cover for maps or pictures or whatever and sure. you can draw on it with dry erase mm -hmm. without worrying about messing up your maps or pictures and right. I was like well that's exactly what I need so yeah. well, another thing I mean you could also buy those robot maps that let you draw on them but you know I I do appreciate and I have myself really enjoyed making my own things because then it yeah. feels like you went through the trouble to yeah. make this thing and then your group's like well look at all the trouble you went to make this thing <laughs> um, like, exactly but uh, yeah I I think because one time I, I was playing a, a game of um, diplomacy with some friends and so I printed out the map on this like big paper and then I went to an office depot and said laminate this mm -hmm. and it pretty much worked out so yeah. just you know, have your own thing to draw on the last D&D uh, &D game that we played in San Diego County was uh, <laughs> in San Diego County. Um, Tyler, that was like the saddest way to say <laughs> I don't live in San Diego County. Um, Tyler made it on Photoshop and it looks really cool, like Ooh. old timey, um, like Lord of the Ringsy sure. ish. And like a cartographer would. Yeah, it looks okay. really really old and cool. And he had um, FedEx Kinkos printed out on a giant canvas. Yeah, so... It's and like then, a scroll. Yeah. That's awesome. So then they rolled out the scroll and, like, pinned it up um, on um, the corkboard. Okay. So then we could always, like, oh, see the shit. map and see where we'd been and where we were That's going. amazing. That's probably the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it was awesome. He's, he's, <laughs> he's the best DM. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. You know, roleplay is such the perfect mix of, like, playing games and improv. It really is. You're like, hey, it do you really like acting? Is. Do you like board games? Let's play D&D. Do you like living in your own world? Yes. Let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. Oh, so the the green notebook? Mm -hmm. um, the lab notebook? Yeah. You can go ahead and... Yeah. I've, I've started drawing maps. Like, I drew a map of... Oh, look at that. This is part, yeah, dude. part of the world that I was creating. And then I magnified this, like this section uh -huh. right here. Yeah, that's cool. Because the starting city is going to be Ellingville. Eltingville. Eltingville, yeah. Yeah. You barzy. All right, imagination. Yeah. Created with broken eyes. That's awesome, man. Yeah, definitely world building. I, uh, I, I'm currently. Uh, co-running a game of World of Darkness with a friend, uh, with the people at D&D &D Melt right now, mm -hmm. and we had our first campaign, uh, on Sunday, and it's going pretty well. Like, I've, I've never done, uh, a joint game before, where, like, two DMs run it, and I'm one of them. Oh, okay. But, basically, like, uh, he and I, we, we chose the setting, and then we asked each of the players, like, okay, this is the setting, it's, it's the 80s. And it takes place in Las Vegas. And, <laughs> you know, bad things are happening because it's a world of darkness. Are you familiar with World of Darkness? Like Vampire the Masquerade, Werewolf. Uh -huh. Okay, it's, it's this other system uh, from, by White Wolf. It was popular in the 90s among goth kids. And then it got a resurgence in the like early 2000s. Okay. And it's now they're kind of not really making things anymore. You have to go to, like, drive through RPG to get new books or reprints. Hmm. But anyway, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's, um, I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but darker. Like, okay. it's that kind of a universe where, like, cool. hell is real, and it demons lives underneath, and, and they, they walk among us, and things like that. 
So we, we had a setting where we, we picked a, a high school in Las Vegas and we, and we just told our players, you guys just create a character that would be connected to the high school in some way. You can be a faculty, you can be a student, anybody. And then, and then just tell us what you want to do and we'll expand on that. And then we said, now give us a little bit more on your background. So, you know, like one of our players... Because rolling, I mean, rolling the character is a session in itself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and and it's like um, the more the more. T well, okay, first of all, this system is more of a storytelling thing, so it's not like in D and D, it, you feel like it's m small moments of role playing and description, cut between long bouts of battles, mm -hmm. whereas this system's more of like long rounds of role playing and storytelling with very small bursts of combat, because it's mostly like. It's it's mostly acting and uh... well and, and really when you play like it's up to the DM how it goes yeah for sure because you can you can be like there's you can even tell the players like uh, there's probably not going to be a lot of combat next week mm -hmm, mm -hmm. blah 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 like and then it's like oh okay so we're gonna like explore the town all right I like that right yeah. this system though is more it's more geared toward the storytelling aspect in fact the system is called the storyteller system <laughs> so um, I well they're probably maybe they won't listen to it but one of our characters uh, decided to make themselves in witness protection because mm. they witnessed a murder and so the character that they're playing is not even the character that, <laughs> that person is that's cool and so knowing that information of the background he and I, me and the other GM, we kind of incorporated it into like the overall story arc. Oh, good. So w that way, when when things happen in the game, each character feels like they're responsible for a piece of it, mm. which is pretty neat. Because you're like, you know, like you could do the same thing in D and D. You could yeah. be like, yeah. you know, my Definitely. warrior is from a long line of, of warriors, and everybody knows my <laughs> great great grand uncle, but no one knows who I am. Like, <laughs> like, uh, and I feel like a lot of players, uh, min maxers and munchkins, mostly don't really. They don't really go for the role-playing stuff or the storytelling stuff. They just yeah. want to have high strength and lots of damage yeah. spells and things like that. You know? Deeps. Give me the deeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever um, play uh, MMOs like World of Warcraft? No. Uh, no. I tried um, I tried StarCraft 2, and I was terrible at it. I'm not very good at RTS. Oh, wait. You said MMOs. No, I tried... Um, Star Wars. Oh, Old Republic. Old Republic. Mm -hmm. And I don't like the way it feels. Yeah. When you're moving around, like, it feels... It feels like Resident Evil 1. Oh. The movement. Where it's where like, it's you're, like you're controlling a tank? Like, just weird, jolty. Hmm. And, um... Yeah, the... I think... Is this a lag issue? Like, I don't know... It may be. If you're running at like 30 frames per second or even less than that, it, it usually is like graphics card stuff and things like that. Because you're always online, so yeah, and you're always pinging the server. Yeah. And so every now and then, if you like don't have a good connection, you'll see your guy like walk three steps and then like teleport like two feet because <laughs> but, it's just trying to catch up. But I haven't had problems like that with um, like games. Diablo three. Like I've okay, I've had lag issues of sure. course, but um, not. Not feel issues, like not the way the game no, I feels. You. I've never played Old Republic, um, but I, ma I imagine they can't be very different. But um, I also played um, Guild Wars Two. Oh, okay. Tried that, and mm -hmm. I was just like, I don't, I don't like the way this feels. Wow. Uh -uh. Wow's like the standard. Wow, that's the reason Wow is still going. <laughs> I, I've, I've, I can't talk. It's I'm a monthly fee. Right now, I mean, it is, yeah. <laughs> but 
with that monthly fee, you get all the maintenance that causes all that shit to go away. <laughs> yeah. It's a very stable system. And, I mean, like, right now I can't play uh, WoW because my computer told me that Battle.net doesn't let it anymore. Oh, weird. Yeah, I, I don't know, because I, I have a really old laptop, mm. like a MacBook from 2006. Okay. So I'm lucky that it's running anything at all. <laughs> so right now it's just a porn machine. That's all it's good for. Um, but but uh, I'm playing Hearthstone. Okay. You should be playing Hearthstone. I've seen that game. Because it's free. I've seen that game played. It looks like fun. <laughs> that's, that's the most defeatist way of saying you'll never play mm. that game. I've seen it played. I'm not going to ever <laughs> I, play that game. I know that it exists. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I I saw my former roommates like plunge into a, a never-ending hole of Hearthstone for like four months. Jeez, it's only been around for five. Really? <laughs> no, I think it came out in November. December, January, March. Okay, about a year. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, it was like three or four months there where they'd get home from work, play Hearthstone all night, yeah, and then like sleep. And I was like, oh, this is fun. But that's what Blizzard games do. That's how you know they're good. I know. You, you, Diablo 3, the I was expansion. Say, you binge like, that, right? Yeah. When we played Diablo 3, when we played the expansion. But the thing with Diablo 3 is, or like other games like that, is they're multiplayer, mm. not heads up. That's true. So the three of us were playing with another person, too. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And that was really fun. And then it got... It just... Those games get to a point where like the replayability loses because you're like... Um, okay, we've done this before. Like, I still like uncovering every rock, um, un oh. turning every body and stuff. And Tyler was always, like, about efficiency. And he would say it, too. He's like, I'm trying to game the most efficient way possible. I'm like, that's not how you play games! Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take the fun out of it as much as possible. <laughs> Give me the numbers. I'm trying to turn this into a machine! <laughs> Well, that could be fun for him. Yeah. Yeah, which is, it was. Like, that was the thing that made it fun for him was, like, getting straight to the boss, like, getting straight to the the possible loot, and then, like, mm -hmm. doing it again and again and again and again. Yeah. And I was just like, let's, let's still explore. Let's still kill all these yeah. mobs and stuff. But... Some people like to see gears and springs work, and some people just want to know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Did you come up with that just now? That's good. <laughs> Thanks. That's good. Save it for the not stage. <laughs> Save it for the Twitter. Yeah. Save it for the writer's room. Hmm. That could be a, a Siler thing. A Siler thing? From Heroes. Oh, what? why? Because i picking brains and eating them? Well, <laughs> really what his power was, I think, is what they, they boiled it down to, is he could see what was... Because he was Peter Petrelli. He could see how things worked. Mm-hmm. Like the Master Clockman. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Even as much as I can like learn how a clock works, I'm not going to become that clock. No. But it, I don't I have a lot of qualms with that show cuz <laughs> yeah. Well, I love the first season. Yeah. And it had so much potential, but I felt like all they were trying to do was be like, "Hey guys, look, we exist too. Lost is fun, but we're not lost. <laughs> look what we can do that Lost doesn't do." And then what they did was was get canceled. So, yeah, and then they came back. I love you, Nathan. Bit. I love you too, Peter. Fly. <laughs> Whatever. If you want a good superhero uh, TV show, Misfits. Yeah, 
that also falls off at around the same time Heroes did. I, I, uh, <laughs> me and my buddy Josh were watching it, and then we got to around, like... Season three? We finished, I think we finished up season three, or maybe got almost through season three, and then we were like, oh, yeah. why isn't... Why isn't he in it anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a point. There's that from that point, but even before that point, when they just start shuffling things, yeah, I always feel like that's such a boring. Even the Marvel universe is guilty of that too, where <laughs> you're like, oh, did you not think that that character was interesting enough the way it was? <laughs> you felt the need to give him a secondary mutation. Like, okay, it makes it a little more exciting, but I mean, just keep working with what you have. Stop <laughs> adding more shit, or if you're gonna add more shit. Bring in someone new. <laughs> yeah, there's always like room when, for new shit. When Nathan went away, the addition to of the clone guy was hmm. that was a pretty that was a pretty good addition. I, I will say I didn't get past. I think I stopped watching Heroes at season three. I definitely watched season one and two. Oh, I was group. talking about um, Misfits. Oh, Misfits. Yeah, Nathan yeah, was yeah, that was okay. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Well, they added multiple man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except he only had two. No. You well, can make. Oh, you're right. Okay, okay. <laughs> Shit, I have to go watch. I have to get caught up on that again. I know. Right? I think it's over now, right? Like it's all done. Yeah, but it's still exclusive on Hulu. Yeah. Which I saw. I saw it on DVD at. Um, Best Buy. Amoeba. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amoeba's a cool place to find things oh, you wouldn't realize yeah. would even be there. You're like, oh, this is really. Have you walked through their stand-up really area? Obscure. The. Like the records? Yeah, like spoken word comedy. It's in the back. Yeah, um, I actually found. <laughs> Someone on vinyl? Yeah. This Andy Kaufman Whoa. record, which came out last year. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's pretty much like he's just recording. A podcast? It feels like a podcast, a little bit, a little bit. Um. But he's recording, like, real conversations. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what a podcast is. Like, that's Andy awesome. Andy was alive and doing podcasts? Holy shit. <laughs> oh, I've listened to every one of them. I would, I would say... I think he might be alive. I really do. <laughs> okay. Because the whole thing with the thing, with the Andy Kaufman comedy We festival. can't continue this podcast talking <laughs> this cryptically. No, no, no. There's no spoilers here. Um... <laughs> Because it was, yeah, it was on the internet. Like, Andy Kaufman Comedy Festival was at Gotham Comedy Club in hmm. New York. And, um, someone he, saw him in the back. No. Um, <laughs> someone came up to the stage, and it was like, they, uh, the, I guess whoever was running the show already knew that they were going to be there. I think it was Andy Kaufman's brother or something. Randy Kaufman? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Save it for the Twitter. (laughs) Um, But then um, the brother brought up Andy Kaufman's daughter or niece or something. I think it might have been his daughter. Sandy Kaufman. (laughs) Randy Kaufman. Um, But yeah, she was like, he just, he, he, uh, he said that we were supposed to wait until both of his parents died and however many years from then and he just he wanted to be like a just a normal dad like he was a really good dad and everyone was like what the hell that's why on the front cover here it's like almost 30 years after his 
deaf. Like it's in really quotation, it's quote unquote it's in quotation deaf? marks. Yeah, that's weird. And so I'm like, okay, this dude's really alive. Like, so he fake. You think he faked his own death so he could be a family man again? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That please, would be. Please come back to us, Andy. That would be the most amazing joke. <laughs> yeah. Ever. I know. The, it would be the most amazing Kaufmaning us ever. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> you you'd us so well. You you'd us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be the name of his podcast, You You'd Us. <laughs> um, wow, that, yeah. So I, I'm in the, I'm in the camp where I'm like, yeah, he could be alive. Hmm. If that's true, then he should be on the Todd Glass show. Because could you imagine what that would be like? <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was... Oh, man. When was it? I think it was at the... There was, like, a celebrity auction at Amoeba, and it was Bob Odenkirk, and, um... Or maybe this was on a podcast. I forget. But Bob Oden... I remember Bob Odenkirk was like, you know what? Andy Kaufman's not funny. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. And he was being serious. He was like, what he did wasn't comedy. It was pranks. He was like... Pranks were funny? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, it wasn't stand-up. He wasn't like... A com- he was just making himself laugh. And I'm like, that's what's fucking funny. That's so that's funny. What most comedians do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like extreme distaste for like people who were like, Andy Kaufman's so awesome. And he's like, no, he's not. <laughs> well, some people just want to be contrary. Mm-hmm. It makes them feel different. Like hey, everyone better, else. better call Saul. <laughs> that show's gonna be good. I I know it's gonna be good. I I I haven't gone all the way through Matt, um, Breaking Bad yet. What? Season one, season most of season two. I just every time I watch that show, it's so heavy. I feel it like is. I'm getting cancer. Have you watched The Leftovers? Show. No. That show's really heavy. I stopped by Game of Thrones. Woo! Yeah, I started watching The Leftovers and I was like, oh, man, that's depressing. <laughs> Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> I like to watch TV and make myself feel good. Yeah, but there's there's little glimpses and stuff in the show where you're just like, okay, all right. I mean, yeah, these people probably would be would be acting this way if it was like, oh sure. Yeah, everyone was raptured yeah. except for us. It's a zombie movie without the zombies. Yeah, it's crazy. It's really. I'm glad they did it because I was like. I was never going to watch those Left Behind movies yeah. that Kurt Cameron made. <laughs> what, you don't want Mike Seaver telling you about the Bible? <laughs> and uh, was he supposed to be, like, one of the good ones that was left behind on accident? Like, yeah, I'm sure that's what he thought. Yeah. I don't know enough about the Left Behind series. I know enough where I read the backs of it because I used to work at Barnes & Noble. I used and, to work know, at Blockbuster. No, not Blockbuster. Like, I worked at a video store. Okay. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that same that thing of like, oh, what's this? What's this all about? <laughs> yep, not gonna watch that bullshit. <laughs> I remember that The Simpsons did a parody and they called it "Left Below." <laughs> <laughs> we are the left below. We've been left below with the shinning. Mm-hmm. Use that shin of yours. <laughs> you mean the shining? Shh. You want to get sued? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know about stonecutters? Yeah, I've been once. You gotta go. I guess it's a Saturday. Yeah, uh, I went last month, and oh my gosh, some of that trivia was insane. Oh no, I I suck at it. Where I was just like, (laughs) holy crap! If I wasn't on this team that I was on, Mm -hmm. I would have gotten a way worse score. 
Yeah, I was. I, every time I've tried, I'm like, mm, I'm not worthy. I, I, I clearly have never watched The Simpsons ever. Oh, I've seen every episode. Like, I just need to rewatch mm -hmm. to to get in with the. Because I do, I think I do want to do the trivia again mm -hmm. on Saturday, but it's just fun to play. Yeah. It's fun to play, and it's I fun mean, to be knows? around all like, those Simpson nights yeah, and Simpson nerds. Matt Groening was there once. Yeah, you know, you never know who's there. I think Josh Silverman is his name mm. that was there last time. One of the writers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Through seasons like four through eight, I think, which is like a really good handful of seasons. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I work with a lot of people who worked on The Simpsons at one point. I know some people who worked on The Simpsons movie. And then, like, our nice. writer's room has a bunch of people who come up and stuff. Like, like, uh... I shed a tear during that movie. Yeah. Why not? It's your childhood grown up. Do you know what part? It's been so long. The part where he was watching the wedding tape. Oh, yeah. And she Aww. recorded over it. And I was like... <gasps> There's turmoil in Springfield, but really, Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so oh, good. How, how was uh, the rest of Summerfest? I didn't get to stay. Oh, it was awesome. Um, Last I heard, Steve Agee was coming up, and then I was gone. Yeah, uh, Steve Agee did stand up. I guess um, more people used the water slide when the sun went down. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that water slide was so fun. <laughs> um, that was a good time. It was, it was a, a bunch awesome. of people hanging in an alley. Have a summer. Mm -hmm. Have a summer. <laughs> I would Kramer. Summer. Jaws is better. Yeah, Jaws was on. Yeah, Jaws was on. <clears throat> <laughs> Behind a rap battle. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It was fun times. I, I, love, I love that place so much. <laughs> just, it's a nice place to hang out. Just, uh, to get your nerd on, really. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, all these like-minded people, mm -hmm. let's let's hang out. It's a good place to meet people. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's where me and Aldrin met, the imitators. That might be the first time you mentioned my name. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, cor correction, because you introduced me at the beginning. Did I? No, no, you're no. going to. Oh, yeah, because the, <laughs> cause the intro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Aldrin Cornejo. Thank you. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Um, named after the astronaut. Yeah. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm. um, uh, oh, what, when we were talking earlier, you didn't mention what your near mountaintop would be. You just said you wanted to get there. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, it, it, I, I feel like it What would you it like? Changes, like what like, would you right love now, to do? Right now, I'm in animation. I would love to get back into the drawing end of it. Okay. Uh, for your listeners, I work on uh, a certain Fox animated program that isn't The Simpsons. You but it's not. Can you not say it? I can say it. Uh, it's not Family Guy. It's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the one that got canceled, but the one that's moving to TBS. Okay. Yeah, no, I work on American Dad. <laughs> I'm, I'm the design coordinator. Uh, and I have been for like the last two years or so. Design coordinator means for all the listeners. I'm I'm the production guy who makes sure that the designers have things to do and they get them done on time. I, I decide who does what and when we should have it and what things need to be made and what things we can use from before. So if you've ever looked at like uh, if you've ever seen just a group shot and all those people look like you've seen them before, 
It's because me and my other team have taken those from old shows and put them back into the new show. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not an art-based uh, position. Um, the year before that, I was uh, an apprentice storyboard uh, artist. So I have boarded scenes while like kind of learning on the job. So it's not hand drawn. It's a, it would be like yes. hand drawn on digital, on right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the way we do it, and I, I mean, this is my first. This is the only animation job I've ever been in. So I've been there for about five years now. Um, I'm not sure if it were, if it's this way everywhere, but what we do is we do the boards. We do boards, design, color, timing, and all that stuff. So it's like we're putting the recipe together. And then we ship them overseas for our overseas studio to actually hand animate the in between. To cook the recipe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then then it gets sent back to us for us to eat. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we distribute it to you guys via McDonald's. Um, <laughs> that was a long metaphor. Come on, give uh, give it more credit than McDonald's. Give it to uh, Wendy's. Wendy's, yeah. Because <laughs> so any good. place that has a cup of chili is good. Dude, Wendy's is so good. I like, I like Wendy's. <laughs> There's something about square patties that actually makes it runner. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I do that. I'd like to get back to the drawing end of it um, because I, I like drawing. Um, How long have you been drawing? On and off since I was born. No, that's not true. <laughs> like, I, I started drawing when I started playing Nintendo. I got Nintendo Power. Yeah. And do you remember the first issue that had like the clay Mario on a mushroom? Like it was the it was when Super Mario Brothers two was new. Oh wait, you're way younger than me. No, no, I'm thirty. Okay, I'm thirty three. Okay, so yeah. you yeah. Uh, but anyway, I I do remember the day that we got our Nintendo for Christmas. Mm-hmm. My parents got it on layaway at Sears. Yeah, Sears was a place you could get a Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> and it was we still have the receipt. Did you have the robot with it too? No, okay. no, I never got that. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't have the gun either. It was just oh, two controllers. Dude. The gun. Yeah. The gun's essential. Yeah, no. My... For not only Duck Hunt, Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Did you ever and play Ho- Gotcha? Hogan's Alley. Yeah, Hogan's Alley. Never heard of Gotcha. Gotcha was a paintball game. Really? Yeah, it was a paintball oh. capture the flag game. So, wow. um, one, I think, I'm pretty sure it's a, just a two-player game where someone is, someone is, I mean, you can play it on your own, but... Like, someone is holding the um, D-pad to the right, because you're sneaking to the right, mm. and you're shooting people as you go. Interesting. To get to their flag. You get their flag, and then you have to go all the way back to the left. So it's like then... a co-op game. One person moves, yeah. and the other person shoots? Yeah. Wow. Or you can play by yourself and use your toes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just your other hand, and then, like, shoot like that. With... But No, but there's no precision there. You gotta... You ever been to a firing range? It's like that. Anyway. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I mean, okay. Uh, so since you were little, since you were little, little, you yeah, been drawing? I'd say, like, maybe seven. Did seven, you? Eight, I learned how to draw Ninja Turtle from that. Because, it, like, there was Mario, Ninja Turtles, and I think Ninja Gaiden. And I tried to learning. Everything I learned how to draw was from that. And then and I started buying art books and, and just... This is before the internet, where you could just look up how to draw a shit. And then, like, um, mm-hmm. then I started getting into Marvel Comics in the 90s. And, like, I can still draw Wolverine from the movie. Nice. Like, yeah, like, that's a lot of, like, um, a lot of my drawings are just, uh, like, I can remember really well what something looks like. Cool. I can draw out, out the top of my head. Um, but... That map that I drew mm-hmm. was basically, like, 
I don't know, random shapes. Like, sometimes when I draw, it's like, random shape, let's see if this could turn into anything. No, that's And the then I, like, connect the line, and then I'm like, all right, so what can I make? Yes. <laughs> no, that's a really great freeform way of, like, doing something. It's like improv drawing. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Because I'm not, I don't fancy myself an artist. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I guess I can draw stuff, maybe. I don't know. That's, that's something. A lot of people just refuse to believe they can do it. Yeah. Which I always think is funny. Is like I wish I could draw them like you can. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like in in uh, in like what they say in dodgeball. It's like if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> or like in cannibal, it's like if you can talk, you can sing. Yeah. Like it's it's all kind of the same. If you can Let's write your name, the snowman. We'll make him out of snow. We can name him Sharon. Sharon Wilson Bell. <laughs> We can make him tall. We can make him not so tall snowman. <laughs> Dude. Hey, you guys. How are his feet making that tap net <laughs> dancing noise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love when people understand <laughs> those references. Yeah. Because no one knows what the fuck Cannibal Musical is. <laughs> it's like, you know, hey, you know the South Park guys? That was their thesis. Yeah. So, have fun with that. They made it over a week. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like or was it a two-week? Two-week spring break? It was like a week or two-week spring break. They made it, and oh my gosh. It's so funny. Have you seen the commentary while no, you watch it? No, no, I haven't. Drunken commentary. Yeah. Right? They, they just get drunker and drunker and drunker. <laughs> Toward the end, so I think someone falls over or something. <laughs> like, they're not even talking about the movie anymore. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, my mountaintop involves uh, mostly my interests, which are drawing... Games, Nintendo. Like, eh, I feel like I've already f- found the whole games, animation thing. When you said games, board you games and board video games. games. Yeah, I mean, I guess Nintendo covers video games because yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I guess I'm not technically a gamer because I play Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, and then I mean, board games as a hobby is great. I've I've had several ideas for board games like to try to invent, Me too. but Me too. it's so hard to do. Like you first you have to have a good concept and try to see if anything's in it already done something like that so you're not really stealing and then you have to play test the game. Yeah. And then people play test and they're like, oh this doesn't really work and now now the game is completely different. Like Well not completely but like Yeah. It's still it's it's a very hard thing. I have a high respect for people who make board games who can just kinda do it. Like Dude, I have, a, so awesome. I have a really good idea for a... Um, Save it for not the public. No, I know, I know. <laughs> um, but think... Um, think zombie game. Okay. Zombicide's a great but one. But on a way huge scale. Okay. Huh. I'll tell you about it after the Okay, podcast. great. <laughs> cool. Oh, and then the other... Like, I guess the most recent thing uh, is my interest in comedy. Like, I like... Uh, I mean, it's mostly because of uh, nerd... Nerdist, nerd, nerd mountain, whatnot, but uh, but I've gone to like UCB. I've gone, I've, I've gone. You've and, gone through classes? No, no, no. I mean, like I've attended. I've seen oh, okay, these okay. things. You know, yeah. like uh, so in the last, I'd say last three years, I've gotten an interest in comedy, and like I look back and I'm like, I kind of wish I'd have discovered comedy way earlier. Like in the early, like late '90s, early 2000s, when I started going to college, like I knew who Dane Cook was. I knew Chris Rock and like you know Margaret Cho, big names, right? Yeah. <clears throat> but then. It, it never occurred to me like it was something that you could kind of like go after because like, I was like, Dane Cook, he's super famous. No one will ever. And, but now, and I go to like, like Meltdown, and I know tons of comedians that most people haven't even heard of. And like, it's, yeah. 
it's so crazy to be in the comedy community and like see all these people like and to fa- know and just be like yeah. how could you not know who this person is right like, it, it like boggles my mind that people don't know who like Rory Scovel is <clears throat> oh my gosh <laughs> you know like oh so good or you know or, or like uh, I've talked to people who are like I don't know uh, any female comedians so, like I can name like 12 right mm-hmm. now you know like it's like you know, Maria Bamford Jackie Cation like Cameron Esposito like all these people that a lot of people are like who but yeah. To you know, to comedy people, it's such a it's special. It's like these are making people laugh. To me, is such a awesome gift because I mean, there's just so much negativity in the world. Like, yeah, just you know, for, just forget it. Yeah, just, just for a day. Quit. Why so serious? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I don't know if quoting the Joker <laughs> is the, the best way to go. <laughs> Some people just like to watch the world burn. <laughs> Just throw a grenade out into the crowd. (laughs) Yeah. Go! Um, And I'm also a big fan of puns. That's it. That's my top five. (laughs) But I'm never going to... None of those five things are ever going to be a mountaintop situation. Why not? Board game creator? Dude. That'd be fun. That'd be so awesome. It'd be great. But like, uh, you know... Doing it all over Kickstarter? Like Zombicide, they've done all theirs over Kickstarter. That's amazing. They've made so much money, I'm Mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. But, you know, also... Someone made a, a potato salad recipe, and that was on Kickstarter too. There's a dark side of Kickstarter. What? <laughs> Someone, I guess, I guess as a prank or something, they they were like, "Help us make this mesh, uh, this uh, potato salad recipe," and they made like fifty five thousand dollars. What? Yeah, it's terrible. Help us make a recipe? Yeah, I think it was a prank. I think it was just kind of like yeah. Well, just like Joe Mandy has this thing where he's like, "I'll I With will do claw? a pot, huh?" The water. Oh no no he's a spokesperson. Never mind. No, Joe Mandy's got a Kickstarter. I don't know if it's still up or not, but it was like, I will make a podcast if I get $1 million. <laughs> <laughs> and he has people have, oh, like, people have paid money. Yeah, you, have you seen Kurt Brownler when he did his Kickstarter for, uh, he wanted to hire a skywriter to write, How Do I Land? Oh, yeah. And he did it. That happened, They had yeah. the whole, like, party on the rooftops party, of downtown. Yeah. <laughs> But I guess it didn't really work out, because it was like, how do I, and then by the time like it finished the sentence, the first half was already gone. Oh. But I think, I think uh, someone I think... T- took pictures, and then they just photoshopped it all together, but that's the, <laughs> that's the name of his current album. How Do I Land? Yeah. That's awesome. How Do I Land? Probably with that picture on the front. Yeah, I know it is. It's pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. It's like, you've got, you've got Kickstarters that are succeeding for things like that. We still don't have a cure for cancer. they'll find it I bet they'll find one day they'll be like oh I bet they have it dude no they just want people to die one day they'll be like wait a minute high fructose corn syrup was the cure (laughs) (laughs) how did we not know this McDonald's (laughs) you gotta keep eating that McDonald's like not you're not supposed to ingest it you're supposed to inject it (laughs) oh Shit. <laughs> that like, would be the worst thing slowly ever. coursing through your veins. <laughs> look, he's got no cancer. Because his, his whole he's circulatory dead. system <laughs> is just syrup. <laughs> High fructose plasma. Yeah. You might be onto something well, there. Well, I mean, I'm no, sci- I'm no I'm no doctor. <laughs> I'm no scientist or doctor, but... Uh, it holds water. I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure this holds some weight. You know how they say blood is thicker than water? You know what's thicker than that? High fructose <laughs> corn syrup. <laughs> ah. 
Um, Way to yes and that entire situation. Yeah, that was good. Um, so, the, yeah, I think the whole board game, board game creation thing is awesome. And, like, especially if you could get your idea to someone at, like, Fantasy Flight or some, some game company that, like, knows their shit and they're just like, yeah, this is an awesome concept. Like, give us a finished product and we will... We'll distribute it. We'll take some of the profit, and you can have some of the profit. Like, here's here's my idea for Fantasy Flight: mm. make boxes that are more better suited for the game. Oh yeah, dude, that would be awesome. It's like we I should do a it. Kickstarter for that. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know, there are there are websites you can buy uh, a trunk that fits perfectly into every square Fantasy Flight box that has the dividers that like. Oh really? I forget what the site is called, but I'll, I'll look it up later. But I wouldn't be miniature so, market because that's all companies. No, nah, something else. I can't remember what it is. I think if you like look up like nerd crate or something like <laughs> game crates or something like that. Huh. But they they always use the exact same shape boxes for everything. Battlestar, Arkham, all this stuff. Dude, Arkham has a billion just, different it's like pieces. Flat, a well, and then flat. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. You could have just put this in a box that was way smaller. Uh, Steve Jackson games are also guilty of that. Like all, every copy of Munchkin, I'm like. Did you really make the box this big for the manual? Because this is a card game. Yeah. Put it in a card box, like. Well, the uh, some of the boxes have the divider, so then yeah, the cards fit perfectly. But even then, even then, they don't. It's like they don't factor in that people store them uh, vertically, because the little yeah. notches are meant. They like they'll hold them fine if you like stack them up horizontally. But the second you turn them over, it's all over the place. Yeah. But. Uh, <laughs> It's, this is such the weird thing. Um, I'm really impressed with board game companies that know how to store. Case in point, Lords of Waterdeep. Amazing storage. Yeah, everything. Dominion. That, like, when I found out that the little middle, like, section card thing indicated what cards went in each slot, huh. that was impressive. Um, oh, um, Smash Up. Smash Up Smash is up, really yeah, awesome. Smash Up does the same I thing. I mean, it's just cards, so it's a lot easier. Right, but, but then... Wha- it's it was common sense for them. Why can't it be for King of Tokyo? All the other ones? I think King of Tokyo is that has a good storage system good. too. Any any kind of game where the tray like where, like Takenoko has the same thing. Uh, I'm like yes, good. Someone actually put some thought into storing <laughs> this game. Meanwhile, you have like here's an empty box. Good luck. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Did you have sandwich bags? Because you should just go to the store. Like yeah. come on. I usually end up like with Battlestar. I. I threw out the box itself and I went to Michael's and bought like those little like bead storage things. Yeah, yeah. You know, little chits in this thing and then a giant like Tupperware like case to put all that game in. But come on guys. You I'm, make awesome games. I'm make keeping, some better packaging. I'm keeping the boxes because they're awesome. Because they're boxes. No, <laughs> yeah. When I said I threw it out, I meant it's empty in a closet. Oh, okay. I was like, why would you throw it away? No, I know. <laughs> especially like in this world we live in now where Shit, I should have never thrown away the original yeah. case to Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Oh, man. All those boxes. All those instruction booklets. Jeez. Yep. I still have... Well, I bought... Um, oh, shoot. I can't remember. It's a part two to some game. And um, I have the instruction book, too, and the, and the little case for my... Board game? NES. NES. Part 2 of something? Yeah, I can't remember. It's not... Mm, yeah, I forget. It starts with a Z or an X or... I, f- I forget what game it is right now. It's a fun game. Z or X? Xenogears? 
I mean, it's over there. We could we could find it later, but yeah. Got the instruction book. It used and, to be like this big. Yeah. Yeah, I still have somewhere the Mega Man Three instruction manual. I had all my I really Game like Boy ones. Game. I had all my Game Boy ones too. Hmm. I never had a Game Boy. Whew. My first handheld was a Game Boy Advance, and even then, I was like, I don't know if I really want this. There's really nothing to play. Dude, then, I had the Game Boy. I had the, the toxic green screen Game Boy. Yeah. Did and, you have and then I had Turtles, Fall of the Foot Clan? I think I did. That was a good one. Yeah. I, then I had um, Game Boy Color? Pocket. Pocket, okay, yeah. Which was black and white. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then I finally got a Game Boy Color mm-hmm. years later. Which had 12 colors. <laughs> and then... And then Game Boy Advance. Then yeah, I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. have Advance. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever have a DS? No. 3DS? Mm-mm. 3DS is great. <laughs> 3DS is pretty good. Uh, you know, Link Between Worlds. That's a great game. What is it? Link Between Worlds. It's the it's Zelda. You played Link to the Past on Super Nintendo? Uh, it's, yeah. It's like the direct sequel. Huh. But it's pretty awesome. It's been a long time since I played Link to the Past. But I... Um, Still holds up. There was a, a two-game Zelda series... In Game Boy Color, mm-hmm. Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Yes, uh, you can uh, you can buy both. Oracle of, them. of Time, I thought it was. I think it was Seasons. Yeah, I think you're right. Seasons and, and Time. No, I mean, no, I think it's Seasons and Ages. I think Time was the one that was uh, cut because I think it was supposed to be three. Oh. It was but something yeah, about was cool there was like a when code you, system. When you beat one, it gave you a code you so that your game would be yeah. Yeah, and uh, the one thing about the 3DS is that it has that virtual console thing, so you can go and buy all these old Nintendo games and play them again. Ooh. Like, I, I have Minish Cap. Like, I never played that on Game Boy Advance. What is it? It's the Zelda where, like, Zelda, like Link could, like, shrink into a little pixel. What? And then he would grow. Because his hat was, like, a little talking bird. And then every time you got to certain points, you can shrink to, like, a micron. And then, like, it lets you solve puzzles by, like, now I have to be small, now I have to be big, now I have to be small. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Um, kind of like in Blaster Master, where you had to get out of the... I never got to play Blaster Master. What? That's when we get a little guy with a helmet, and then like turn yes. into a tank. Yeah. I, I'm well into, aware of Blaster Master. You don't turn Master. into the tank, you jump into the tank. Right, right. In the in the beginning credits, oh man, it has such good music, I'm too. I'm surprised he's not in Smash Brothers. Me too. I'm surprised they haven't redone that game. Yeah, there's a lot of games that they could like, bring back. Rygar, like, uh, Gun... Gunsmoke? Was it Gunsmoke? I don't remember. Um, but, but, so the story for Blaster Master, <laughs> this kid has a frog, right? He has a pet frog. His frog gets out of the case or the terrarium or whatever it is, goes in the backyard, and there's like some, someone had dumped some nuclear waste back there. Course. Yeah. And so the 80s. frog grows like super big and then tunnels a hole in the backyard and then and then the kid, like, goes down to chase after his frog, jumps in the hole. He sees that there's, like, this tank thing with a gun attached to it. And he's, like, he puts on this suit, gets in the tank, and so he's, like, going after his frog. That's the story of Blaster Master? Yes! I thought it was just, like, a sci-fi epic. I didn't realize it was... It's a kid. That's awesome. It's a kid going after his giant... <laughs> what a great idea. ...giant radioactive frog, and I'd never gotten through it. Like, huh. it's so hard. There's no, there's also no like save spots. You have to just oh play God. and play and play. Yeah, remember? Yeah, that's how it was <sighs> back then. You, you mean you didn't even get like a code to continue? No. Really? Yeah. Whoa. And not even like with the uh, Legend of Zelda original, where if you died, like if you got your heart continued you all always, the way, you always stayed. 
We always started back at that beginning if you didn't save. No. Because there were no places to save. No, you, you just hit... You just pause. Huh? And then you save. No. Uh-huh. You pause... You save it by pausing it? I think so. Or wait, was it in the pause menu? I think it was. You you could definitely save that game. Because yeah. it, was, it was the first game that had a battery I memory. think you had to wait till you beat a bad guy or something. Something... There was some caveat. You couldn't save everywhere you were. No, no, that's true. I and think I think it was like after beating a bad guy. After doing something like big, mm -hmm. if you didn't save, then you're like, crap, why didn't I save? Oh, I didn't have my turn on my DS on it. Otherwise, I'd show you. Um, but yeah, I... Do you have Battletoads on that? Remember. Battletoads is so good. I don't. And it's I, so I don't hard. think I do, but it is really good. It was really cool graphically too. Just mm -hmm. like or like the um, the animation on it. Yeah, good music too. Like climbing up those things and like killing the bad guys and it's Turning like swinging. Turning into like a wrecking yeah. ball. Yeah. <laughs> or like the first boss is you're the boss. Like you have the the frogs have to throw rocks at the screen to hurt the boss. <laughs> but a lot of people couldn't get past the speed tunnel. Where, like, the third level where you have to, like, dodge walls on the speeder bikes. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah. I, I, I'm pretty the muscle sure memory I still works. Pretty sure I destroyed that game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it gets, it got super high. I remember there was this one level at the very end where you had to chase a mouse down, a, uh, like, a, a shaft because he was about to detonate a bomb. So you had to beat him to the bomb. And it was oh. like, yeah. Man, that <laughs> game was nuts. That game was not meant for kids. Dude, it was so good. So hard. Really Nintendo violent, games too. are super hard. Yeah. Like, games now are, like, so... They're marginally easier. They're like, hold A to do this, or whatever. And yeah, or, like, when like, you're attacking, it's, like, telling you what buttons to push. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, God of War. driving the story forward. Right. Back then, they were like, here's two buttons, good luck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, uh, you know which one is jump, you know which one is attack. Yeah, because there's it. only two of them. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you can hit both of those buttons together. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, if you can't jump with either of the buttons, you have to use both buttons. Yeah. Like, uh, what was it? Was it Double Dragon that way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Because one is kick B and was, one was punch. B was kick, yeah, A was punch, and then A, B to jump kick, and it was the only way you could jump. Same with um, River City Ransom. Did you ever mm -hmm. play that one? Those were the games where they were like, God, we need more buttons than two. <laughs> yeah. So, so, then, so then Genesis was like, hey, guess what, guys? Three we have a C buttons. button. <laughs> It's and great until you have to play Street Fighter and you have to hit start to switch buttons. Yeah, and Super Nintendo was... Shoulders. Was like, listen, we got four buttons. We got six buttons. Yeah. Go fuck yourself, Genesis. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I had, I had NES, Super Nintendo. We never got GameCube. Mm, um, that's a good system. It, it did not... I know it was not the best system, but there were some good games on that system. That's what I hear. I like, mean, I've played, uh, I played uh, Melee. Or, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, and then I see you have a Wii. Yeah. I got a Wii. Wii U, man. Now is the time. The Wii U is actually a good system now because of Mario Kart 8. Is it going to keep... Is it... Smash Brothers is coming soon. No, um, is it going to keep, like, um... Because supposedly with PS4 and Xbox One, they're going to be able to, like, upgrade them as it goes. Is, is Wii U going to be like that? Um, I, I don't think so. I think, like, right now... They'll probably have to come up with I think else. people have already, like... We double you. Like, there's two U's. Yeah. <laughs> so it would be Wii U. Yeah. Wii U 2. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Um, Wii U squared. It'll be the us U. Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
<laughs> but, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, yeah. so everybody's kind of like, Nintendo's just throwing the towel and give up. No one wants the Wii U. Meanwhile, everybody wants an Xbox One. They went and bought it with a Kinect. And then Microsoft was like, hey, guess what? We don't need Kinect. And now they're like, oh, guess what? We don't want to do TV anymore. Like, all the stuff that they showed at E3 two TV? years ago. Yeah, Microsoft was Oh, like, how it was going to be all interconnected, TV, right? TV, 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 TV. We make our own TV now. Like, they're doing Halo and stuff. I think it's still happening. But Isn't there some Android... There's a couple Android uh, systems that are coming out. Or, like... Like the Ouya? I think so. Yeah, I think that failed. And then but I think some people really Steam like Steam Box? Steam Boxes, yeah. That's the thing. PC... For me, Steambox is gonna be able to do Android games. No, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the thing I like about Nintendo is that you can't <laughs> get their games legitimately on yeah. other things. Yeah. Like, if if you were like, what are you gonna get Assassin's Creed Four on Xbox One, PS Four, or PC? PC player would say PC. Yeah, of course. And everyone else would be like, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> it's gonna be the same on any of them. Yeah. But none of those systems are gonna play Mario Kart. Which is good and bad because no one wants to buy Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> but everyone wants to play Nintendo games. Yeah. Everyone wants to play Mario Kart, Zelda. Yeah. Mm. And and you're going to buy them every time they come out. Like, even if it's the exact same game and just better graphics. Yeah. One of the things I like about it is, like, I was, I was showing my friend Mario Kart 8 yesterday. And I was like, have you played a Mario Kart game? Good. You know how to play this. Let's play. Yeah. Like, you don't have to relearn anything. Yeah, uh, and that's that's nice, and it's also bad. I get it, but I don't know if if they made Mega Man games again. I guess they are making. Uh, what is I that, want Mighty it so bad. I want there to be a Mega Man movie. I was gonna play <laughs> Mega Man. I probably still could. Right. You know, there's sketch comedy, right? <laughs> and YouTube exists. That's it's free. Now yeah. just go get yourself a helmet. <laughs> Ah, it could be a prequel. You can see, we can find out how Rock, the Rock Man became, or because it was rock and roll. Anyway, well, it was. I think it was just Rock Man in Japan, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why his sister's name is Roll because it's rock and roll. Uh... They changed it to Mega Man here because no one knew what Rock Man was. That's stupid. <laughs> he doesn't look like rocks. But Mega Man sounds cooler. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess Ultraman was taken. Yeah. Um, but Mighty Number no. Nine is coming out. What's that? It's like the guy who made Mega Man. Uh, Capcom was like, you can't make Mega Man. We own it. So he was like, okay, I'll make something kind of like it. And it's called Mighty Number no. 9. What? And it should be out by next they, year. Capcom denied... The creator of Mega Man? The creator of Mega Man to make more Mega Man games? Yeah, it's like it's like the guy... It's like how Disney uh, took over Gargoyles. And the guy who created Gargoyles got screwed out of it. What? Mm-hmm. It's like Gargoyles wasn't very good after like two seasons. And then... They tried to pick it back up again. Yeah, look that up. Look up Mighty Number no. Nine and uh, the whole Gargoyles thing. Wow. But Mighty Number no. Nine looks like it's gonna be pretty cool. Uh, it's gonna be available on on Steam and all the consoles. So that'd be cool if there's little Mega Man Easter eggs all throughout. Uh, I, I, I bet there's gonna be a lot of like nods to it for sure. Like mm -hmm. if you even look at the character design, you're like, that's Mega Man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but they they changed Doctor it just Doctor W H I L. <laughs> no, it'll be Doctor Coyote this time. <laughs> okay, save yeah. it for Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks yeah, it looks like it's it's pretty. I mean, like one of the like one of the bad guys. You know, you remember the little helmet guys? Yeah. Uh, instead of a helmet, it's like a, it's a traffic cone, <laughs> but it still gets up and has eyes and legs. <laughs> it's a traffic cone now. Like, nice. 
And so I it's guess pretty much it's it, gonna it have the Mega Man like, feel. It seems like he can do the same like dash that Mega Man X could do. Yeah. And then, he, but this time you can like shoot the, the things. dash came in at, like Mega Man Three, I think. Way late. Like remember? No, you, no uh, he wasn't dashing. He was sliding at Three. You couldn't slide uh, before uh, before Three. Um, because and then uh, dude, Mega Man, Rush. Mega Man Six was really cool. Like, I I remember I bought it at a thrift store and mm-hmm. I played it and I was like, whoa! Like, there's a lot more stuff that oh, Mega yeah. Man can do. I think um, I think I stopped around five. I can't remember which one had Gravity Man, but four was the like the one I remember the last. Like it had Pharaoh Man. Two is Man. everyone's favorite. Two is two is great because of the music. Yeah. And it is better than one. I still think three plays better. Two has I'm a, I have I'm two annoyed with three. the little things about two, but two and three are like my favorite ones. Yeah, I have two um, and three. Like I think three had better bosses. Two had two like had the best Cut music. Man and like Magnet Man. No, one one had Cut Man. Three had Magnet Man. <coughs> the, the the bosses <laughs> for two the bosses for two were Air Man, Metal Man, Bubble Man, Flash Man, Gemini Man, Quick Man. That was three. Damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, God. Flash Man. Crash Man. <laughs> Just, oh, yeah. I, I was Crashman the drillhead guy? Yeah. Okay. And uh, and his music was the weirdest one. Have you seen? Um, I, we may have talked about Wood this. Woodman and Heatman. Those are the okay. Two. Smooth McGroove. Have we talked about? Mm-mm. He's a guy who started a YouTube channel and he does um, all video game music, but he does it all acapella. No shit. Yeah, and it's all him. Huh. And so great. it'll show like all the different screens of him, like, doing all the different parts. Oh, I might be familiar with that. Oh, it's so it shows, good. Like, all, like, like, nine, and then they all loop yeah, together. it's so, yeah. so good. Like, even, like, simple, really simple stuff, like Mario 3, like, mm-hmm. like, in all the different parts of this, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's done that one yet. But he's definitely done, like, yeah. Definitely done like Metroid. Um, he's done Contra. He's done um, Sonic. He does so many, and they're really good. Like every time, even even ones where I'm like, I haven't played this game, but this is awesome. Um, you listen to Indoor Kids? I haven't. Um, yeah, it's, but I need to. Yeah, because uh, it's Kumail and Emily talking about video games, right? right? Actually, listen to the the most recent one because Jonah's on it. And they don't really talk about video games because Jonah doesn't really play very much, mm-hmm. but the whole thing was video game music. And they call out, like... Uh, there was video game bands. music playing throughout? Mm-hmm. Or? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they the, the topic was video game music, and oh. so Emily was looking up bands there's a ga- cover there's a, video games. There's a band called Power Glove, I think, mm. that um, I guess they do all Nintendo songs. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I, I like that that's a thing that's happening. It's like... yeah. We're we are at the perfect age where everyone wants to be twelve years old again. Yeah. And everything that like, was precious back then, like Ghostbusters, is going to be a big deal again because thirty years, the thirtieth anniversary now. Mm-hmm. I just I just saw it there. Yeah. Um, Love it. But, I ha- I have a whole idea for a script for Ghostbusters three. Oh, I bet. It's on the Brian Glazer episode. Yeah, I think I heard that. <laughs> I didn't want to call that out again because <laughs> it makes me sound a little creepy. Like, I've listened to every episode, Doug. That's okay. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Uh, Ghostbusters 2 is so good. It is Vigo! <laughs> Evil? <laughs> uh, Ghostbusters 2 is creepy, dude. It's super creepy. Yeah. Janos. Janos was dressed up like a nanny. <laughs> it was Janos. It was him. 
It child. He will be. She will be a wife to you and mother to me. <laughs> uh, uh, haunted painting. Empathy slime. Mm-hmm. It's great. I need to watch Ghostbusters 1 again because I feel like I know 2 way better than 1. Oh, I know I, 1 way better than yeah. 2. As a kid, I knew 2, the, the second of movies, better than the first. I knew Back to the Future 2 better. I knew Gremlins 2 better. Short Circuit 2 better. Really? I don't know why I don't as think a I've kid. I've seen Short Circuit 2. Are you kidding? Mm. He's lost in New York. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yes. He goes, Johnny Five goes to New York and they're like, stay inside. And he's like gold or something, right? At the end of this. At the end oh, of this. Oh, okay, gold. okay. But, man, he, he runs into the mafia. <laughs> he, I bet he does some mafia voices. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, dude. Yes! <laughs> uh, you should see him when he runs into a uh, street gang for the first time. Oh, my gosh. Have you not seen Short Does he have too? a bandana? Does he put a bandana? He does! Yes! Oh, they, really? they dress him up completely. Why am I not writing these movies? Yeah, he starts, <laughs> he starts walking around talking like a vato. Like, like, oh, man. You, you need to watch Short Circuit, too, dude. Oh. Um, yeah, I've seen Short Circuit one a handful of times. That one's a that one can be a bummer. It's, like I feel it's like time to punch the sack. <laughs> <laughs> Did not realize how racist that was, because he's a white man. He's not really? Indian. The Indian yeah. guy. Yeah, and he's not Indian. They did brownface. Yeah, yeah, and he's uh, Fisher Stevens. He's oh. he's the guy in. Um, have you seen Hackers? Yeah. He's the villain in Hackers. Whoa! <laughs> I don't even remember. It's like the hiring. Villain. It's like hiring Hank Azaria. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's. <laughs> Because Hank Azaria can do a really good mm -hmm. Indian voice, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. Hackers, man. Hackers of the world unite. Crash and burn. <laughs> Crash override and acid, acid burn. burn. Crash and burn. <laughs> what was it? Uh, zero cool, right? Zero cool. Before that? He doesn't go by that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> this is zero cool, man. This is so deep. <laughs> oh, there's... Have you tried using a payphone with a recorder? Where it's like, you just record the sound of the quarter going in, and you can make phone calls. Oh, it's so cool. <laughs> Zero I, cool. There's someone who's, like, thoroughly enjoying this, and someone who's <laughs> listening to it, like, I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, first of all, their hacking was so bullshit. <laughs> it's like, what, it's like, oh, no, they're throwing viruses at us. It's like, that's a Pac-Man, there's a rabbit running across the screen, like... <laughs> Okay, that's not how it works, but we'll... we'll it was then. It was then. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. Matthew Lillard, and then he retired that's from right. acting, and then he came back. For Scream. No, no, he retired after that. Was Scream was... Scream was before Hackers? No, no, no. It was Hackers, Scream, um, then, like, 13 Ghosts, which I still haven't seen... Scooby-Doo. I think after Scooby-Doo and maybe the second one or whatever, he retired from acting. Huh. And then he came back, like, he... Because you... Okay, like, it's something you've done your whole life or whatever. Oh, I get it. It's like Rick Moranis. He quit acting for, I guess, indefinitely. I think he's done, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he'd come back for Ghostbusters 3, though. That would be cool. Oh, that would be so cool. Um, but, yeah, he retired, like... You were talking about okay. Well, when it comes to something that you're passionate about, something mm -hmm. that you love doing, like, you won't want to retire, like, probably. Sure. And maybe maybe it was, like, the whole Scooby-Doo thing where he was like, I probably shouldn't have done this. 
Unless, dude, unless Scooby-Doo was atop of his mountain. And oh, I'm telling no, you. Oh, no. He had to go back down that mountain. Oh, man. Everybody dude, wants to go back home. Oh, you know what looks awesome is, um, I think it's just called Birdman? The, the Michael Keaton movie that's coming out. I know, I've heard the cartoon. No, not Birdman. Harvey Birdman. No, <laughs> no it's uh, Michael Keaton, and it's, um, it's about an actor who, like peaked in the 80s slash early 90s who played like a superhero character oh. based on a bird oh yeah so they're going like, I have heard of this they're going like really meta with it I yeah think. I was gonna say yeah yeah I'm Birdman <laughs> and um it looks really trippy and like good does it mention anywhere that before he got famous for playing a superhero he also played a ghost with a striped jacket Wait, Michael Keaton was Beetlejuice. Oh yeah, of course. Um, they might make a sequel to that, actually. I heard it's a the, yeah. the idea is Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Why? Because <laughs> you know why not? Ho- why not? Hawaii needs a fair share of ghosts. After thirty years, why not? Maybe, maybe the uh, what, what weekend the... at Beetlejuice's. Yeah. Ex- oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like, you had Freddy versus Jason, and that worked out very well. Beetlejuice meets Bernie's? Yeah. Beetle Bernie's? What, it makes so much sense that Bernie would be uh, a ghost. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weekend at Beetlejuice's. Yep. You heard it here first. You heard it here for Trademark. Uh, yep. Copyright. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm putting a little TM in the, in the, in the sky. <laughs> it means that we own it now. Got it. Patent pending. <laughs> That's for inventions, Re- right? Register trademark. Patent pending? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Wait, I always look at that and I'm like, when are you going to get that patent? <laughs> You've been <laughs> yeah. waiting a while for that patent to pend. I love the um, Simpsons episode where Homer was talking about the spino cylinder, which was a trash can, which he uh, he and Bart were playing or something. Bart like pushed him and he fell over the trash can, but it like fixed his back. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And then so he made this like <laughs> this chart and it's the spino cylinder and it's just the trash can that fixed his back. <laughs> and then he's like, Okay, we got this, we got this, patent pending, patent pending, patent pending. He's like, Who are you? <laughs> and it was the it was the prisoner that uh, <laughs> that Marge brought back uh, to do art and stuff. Right. You remember now? I barely. I, Simpsons truly is hazy to me at this okay. point. I mean it's Hazy years. like the Moors of Scotland? The Moors? Fuzzy like Willie's beard? Yes, yes, exactly. Jesus. That was another... <laughs> okay, and you're not good at stonecutters? <laughs> that was the Grifter episode. I was going to say, that's a deep cut. Oh, man, that's so good. Now there's someone listening that they're like, Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, Simpsons references all over. Uh, the guys who run that show, uh, like Kyle, yeah. Kyle Clark, mm-hmm. he, uh, he and Matt Burnside have a podcast, and just recently they had uh, all the people who run... Um, Stonecutters talk. So it's a very Simpsony episode. Ah, nice. Yeah. Their podcast is called This Is Rad. Look at me plugging other people. <laughs> I think I've plugged like three different things already. Yeah. There's yeah. Uh, Indoor Kids and um, mine. That's what I do. I am a support <laughs> class. Yeah. I always play a healer because I like to throw out buffs. Yeah? Is that true? That's what I do. Do you, uh, what healer class do you, cleric or paladin? I played a druid in oh. WoW, in World of Warcraft. Because. For me, 
Druid allowed me to like never get bored mm-hmm. because you could go from a caster druid and then switch easily over to a healer druid, yeah. and then if you got a totally different armor set, you could switch into like DPS and tanking. Correct. So I was like, I get to play everything, dude. When uh, when we would play Diablo three, I loved being a tanky wizard. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, it worked. You're supposed to be a glass cannon. Yeah. No, how can you wor- tank? It worked, man. It worked really well. But, but like, once you get all the aggro, how do you keep from dying? Because I have Ice so armor? much I have so much um, life on hit and so much lifesteal. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It was awesome. Interesting. What do you usually play when you, when you play Dungeons & Dragons? Um, what class? I've been a wizard... Uh, let's see. Okay. Controller more or striker more? First time I ever played, I was an Avenger shifter, which is why I have this miniature, which is an Avenger, and then which is why I have this miniature, which is oh cool the shifter. When once you're bloodied, once you're bloodied, you turn into your wolf form. Cool. And then uh, second time we played, I was a tiefling. Luck. Tiefling wizard. Oh, wizard. Okay. And um Ah, what was your pact? I was Gastral. Geldrick the Good Underwood. No no no, uh wizards don't have a pact. Oh it's yeah, warlocks. Wizard. I keep thinking yeah. warlocks, never mind. Team um League. But dude, that was such a fun campaign. Me and me and Tyler were like the misfits of the group. Like we would go around and ding, we both we both worshipped Ion. Ion, but mm-hmm. we called we kept saying Ion. Like we were like, bye Ion like that was <laughs> The voice I used was kind of like um, freaking uh, Deckard Kane. Only I was twenty years old in the game, and so everyone was like, "Why? Are you, why is he using that voice? Like, why?" why? Like it was like, "Because he's so <laughs> so into the craft that he thinks he's an old wizard." <laughs> my my mind is young. My brain is old. <laughs> there was a, a time when a bunch of wolves attacked us, mm-hmm. and so we killed all the wolves. And then I was like, I want to um, take the heart out of this wolf. And, and well, no, no, no. I was gonna, I was gonna take it and maybe like use it in magic later sure. or something. Yeah, yeah. But instead, Ritual. I was like holding it the whole time mm-hmm. that we were walking around and stuff. So we got to this town and I'm like holding it and like, like going. All the villagers run scared. People, yeah. Mamam shabak, mamam shabak. And uh, I ended up scaring the innkeeper's wife, <laughs> and the innkeeper is like this level level thirty or level twenty dude, and we were like level oh. level twos or threes. And um, you went up against a paragon. No, we didn't go up against him. We had to hide. We had to yeah, run. Yeah, we had to hide. Stop his wife. <laughs> yeah. Well, we what what <laughs> happened was we scared her, so she screamed, and then got his the attention of uh, her husband. I didn't actually paint that. I wish I could take credit, but. Good job. Um, and then the husband came out, and he was all pissed. And then uh, we, I said a, a, I did a religion check and said a prayer to Ion that we'd be okay. Uh huh. And? and we were, we were like oh, we we got out before he got to us, but yeah. then he like came up to the room where we were all staying, and then I used prestidigitation and I turned me and Tyler into paintings on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a pretty good way to use prestidigitation. Yeah. I've got I've got a friend of mine right now who's just learning how to play D and D, and like he's he he's only doing creative uses of mage hand, oh. and I'm like you have so many other things you could be using besides Those mage sound, hand light like, yeah, <laughs> but he's like nope mage hand I'm going to gently 
brush the, the bushes so it looks like there's something there. I'm like, you know you can just summon a gust of wind. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want my mage hand to do the work. I'm like, you're just, your wizard is just sitting by himself with his mage hand, isn't he? Oh, man, so while we were, while we were paintings on the wall... Uh, Josh was is lawful good, mm-hmm. and he felt it's hard to play. Like he was really conflicted about letting us just like stay there. This is a lie. <laughs> yeah. And so, so the the innkeeper like banged on the door, and he was like, "Where are they?" And then, uh, and he was like, "I I haven't seen. Them. I don't." Or he, I think he said like, "I don't see them." Okay. To like per, to perfectly like lie so without not lie with telling the truth. Yeah. yeah. And um. So political. Yeah, and then uh, and then. I used prestidigitation again to make it look like we were running like out the window like, oh, okay. in the street, and mm-hmm. so then he thought he to saw fool us. his and, senses, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that was such a fun campaign. What I love about role playing games in general is this idea of you can remember things that never happened. Yeah, <laughs> I love that so much. It's like, and everybody it's, because it's, the whole group. It's a thing. It's a common memory everyone shares. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Yeah, and you you talk about it. You talk about it as if you're really there. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, I was just... Like, like with my like, tiefling warlock. <laughs> That's actually a tiefling warlock. Yeah. Yeah, he would have a... He would have a... a diab- diabolic pact. No, there's, um... There's star, there's fey, and then there's, um... Abyssal? No, what's the other one? Um, I am tiefling. Do I have the player's handbook? I do face them. Physical? No, I just have it on my phone. And on my computer, but I think didn't Warlock show up in the player's handbook too? No, PH one. Okay. Uh, Avengers and Shifters are PH two. I'm really excited for Fifth Edition's player handbook to come out. It's like in two weeks, I think. Okay. Have you Have you played it yet? No. Yeah, I'd like to. Yeah. One time, the one time that uh, we Fandle played, it. there's a lot of fandle. Are you gonna DM it if you play that? Oh, I'd like to, or I'd like to play it or DM. Like mm-hmm. I'd love either. Yeah. Um, because I do want to like use that world that I've created. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd love to DM 5th edition in it or 4th edition or both. I don't know. One nice thing about... Okay, I've, I like 4th edition a lot. I just feel like it kind of limits you. It's it's really made for people who played World of Warcraft before mm-hmm. because it, it kind of like guides... You're like, oh, you played WoW? This is a lot like WoW. Here are, the, here are your powers and because this is at will, it means it's cooldown is like two seconds. But then this is your encounter power. It means it's cooldown's half an hour you know, so, uh, but then if, I always feel like you're limited by those card powers because you're like, okay, I'm gonna just keep using. Well, this you can also over and over and over you can again. also just like be creative. No, it's true. Because I mean, it, it puts it in such a nicely neat box. Yeah. Like, there's really no reason to. Yeah. Meanwhile, fifth edition, what I like about it is it, it, it is way more freeform. Like your your uh, your attacks and stuff aren't defined. Like if you're playing a fighter. It yeah. doesn't say like this is your cleave attack. This is your yeah, yeah, you, yeah. like you literally can describe what do you want to do. Yeah. do. And uh, one nice thing about the character creation in fifth edition now is that there's this table that you can um, you can create backgrounds. So like you roll a d8 and then it says like this is your uh, these this is your fatal flaw and you, out of these eight this is what you get and then based on that fatal flaw. You'll get like a, a bonus in one of your stats and a, a decrease in another one. one. So like your actual history determines your stats as opposed to just mm. numbers on the board. Um, uh, Wizards of the Coast actually has the basic rules um, free online. 
Well, it comes in that. Uh, that act, that's Doesn't good, yeah. but that's not like the complete like base rules. Okay. You can download the PDF. I'd, I'd recommend it. I think it, I'd it's have got it somewhere. Everything you need to create the four basic classes and the four basic races. Okay. And it, it also tells you it, it goes a little more in depth than that one does. Okay. Because this one is uh, meant to kind of be its own like everything you need for this game is in this box. It has right. the adventure. It, it has all the pre-made characters. Yeah. Something that I. Um, I want to play mainly adventures that I've made or someone else has made, mm-hmm. like because it feels way more personal Absolutely. that way. Absolutely. When because when you're playing a pre-made, like it's still fun, but you're mm-hmm. like, oh wow, like did you create this like tunnel in this cavern? No, right. Someone else did. <laughs> like, but it is it is a good way to. It's a good way to, for someone, yeah, for someone who's never played before. And it also kind of takes a lot of the work out from DMing, like. The, the campaign that I was telling you about, I don't know that I could have done that by myself, but because two DMs, me and the other guy, yeah, yeah. were collaborating on it, the, our ability to world build was so good. Because it was like, we sh- <laughs> we're like, this is the, we're in the 80s. Great idea. What happened in the 80s? Oh, yeah, the music like this. And like, <laughs> we just keep putting stuff on top of stuff. And then you're like, the world is getting bigger, way bigger than one person can make it. Yeah. So, um, but you're, you're right. It's, it's like, if you... If it means more, it's more personal. Yeah, it's like if it's your thing, and it's also it feels uh, more personal within the group too. Because like if, because uh, it's easier to remember. It's also like uh, so for the DM, for example, for Tyler when he would make that big world with the canvas map and yeah, everything. Yeah, like yeah. it was so awesome to be like, oh man, I can't wait to go there, there, there. Like what? Like what is this? How did you come up with all this? And it's like. I don't know, I was just drawing it, like, I don't right. know, like, yeah. And uh, he came up with uh, backstories for, like, uh, the bigger cities and, like, the different, like, city-states or mm-hmm. provinces or whatever you want to call it. And um, Things that you may not even, like, ever hit. Yeah. But that history exists. Yeah, where you're just like, yeah. what? Like, what is this story? Like, mm-hmm. I want to play this out. And it's, oh, man, it's so cool. It's just like, I'm jumping in. Mm-hmm. Let's go. It, it, it's, it's, it's highly rewarding, but it's also a lot of work. But it's like it's that thing of like there's no, there's no reward without risk. Like yeah, you're gonna get what you pay for. Uh, yeah, I mean, which is like you know this is fine having a pre-made. It is a little hollow in that way because like, as it, DMing it, I feel like I have to read everything that they yep. describe about this world. These are all the NPCs that have to be involved. Yep. And I'm like, okay, if I can remember each of these little things, yeah. but it doesn't feel like it's mine. It, it doesn't feel like organic. It feels, yeah. Yeah, it it feels, feels like, like I'm reading off of a sheet. It feels like you're tracing someone's drawing. <clears throat> exactly. That's exactly what it is. Where, yeah, you're like, this is my drawing. Uh, but look how good it is. <laughs> <laughs> to bring it back to art terms. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, I can't wait to like DM a campaign and like, um, get it to the point where it's just like, this is my world, mm-hmm. like, play in it. Like, yeah. let's play. I'm going to facilitate the fun. Let's do this. You know, you, you've basically made yourself like the nerd equivalent of a chef. Where you're like, I've created this banquet for you to <laughs> eat. And you just have to hope Enjoy. that everyone comes in and isn't like, oh, well, but I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> But I've also got all of these choices in vegetarian options, too. <laughs> oh, you've really thought things through. <laughs> I roll a d20. I rolled a one on your 
uh, ravioli. I don't know. Fuck it. Casserole. Uh, you got food poisoning. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but I'm a dwarf. You're knocked prone. My constitution's so high. <laughs> Do an endurance roll. Yeah. Right now, I've got one of my friends is playing a halfling, and for whatever reason, every time he's he's killed something, he's like, we, "You you you killed a pack of wolves." He's like, "I cut out its heart." I'm like, "What do you want to do with it?" I want to eat it. And I'm like, roll constitution. <laughs> and every time he's tried to eat the heart of everything he's killed so far to see if something happens. And, and I'm like, low? you got sick. You oh. you got so sick, in fact, that everyone else roll constitution. Because <laughs> I think you're all getting sick. Uh, yeah. That's fun. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, there's, there's no reason to, I don't know be a stickler for those rules yeah it's all made up oh um what i was gonna say before we were talking about fourth and fifth so the last time um i played with tyler and josh my sister and brother-in-law they they came into town and they were like what is this whole D thing like how nerdy can this be like (laughs) Like, you've been talking about it. Like It's just comedy sports with swords. I know. They were like, we want to play. We want to see what it's all about. Um, And I think they were going into it thinking, like, okay, this is going to be fun, but, like, we'll probably not play again. Like, it'll be a one-off. So six and a half hours later, we we didn't have a map. We did have miniatures, but we didn't, like, move them around or anything. It was just kind of like, this is yours. Yeah, yeah. And um, we did roll characters like and forth. So we had, like, our attributes and everything in front of us. Because it's so convenient when the, the website does it for you and yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I, yeah. yeah, so we had all that in front of us. But, like, there w- there weren't, like, many limitations. It was, like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. And then, so, like, my sister would be like, well, I'm going to run up and jump on him and, like, or no, <laughs> there was this... Uh, okay, so I'll set the scene. So uh, we... We uh, got this mission from this group called the Brotherhood of Harmony, right? Mm-hmm. Brotherhood of Harmony was like, um, you need to, um, there's there's illegal monster fighting going on, and it's a monster. Pokemon? Oh, no, it's a monster fighting ring, and they're. Um, they're it sounds like Pokemon. They're pitting they're pitting uh, these monsters against each other, and they have all these baby monsters that they're gonna be. Um, raising as fighters Mm -hmm. but we need you to save these baby monsters so they don't have to go through the death and everything yeah so we're like okay we're on board so like um (laughs) we go and like we get this griffin and like um there's like uh these dragons that are like um these little tiny dragons that are like uh tied 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 to uh the griffin um, on like an invisible tether and oh, so okay. they're like uh-huh. flying above us as we're flying in making like a grand entrance there's like fireworks and okay, stuff okay. and um, so meanwhile Natalie and her husband are like sneaking in the back and um, oh, so distraction up here oh yeah oh yeah so okay. they're sneaking around the back and um, then uh, she finds this like bucket of like blood and guts kind of thing mm-hmm. which is probably what they're feeding the sure. monsters or something and and um and Tyler was like, you, uh, you hear someone, or he's like, do a, roll a perception check. Mm-hmm. So she rolled really high, and so he, he was like, so you hear someone coming around the corner, what do you want to do? And she was like, uh, I'm going to pour the, pour the blood and guts on my head, and I'm going to run, run at this guy and jump on him. And she was like, and I'm going to, and I'm going to like rub my face all over his face with all the blood and guts all over me. <laughs> Okay, so, so minor action to pour the blood on yourself. <laughs> uh, move action to run. 
and your standard action is to uh, Jump and brawl like... your face into them. I think all she had to do was like an athletics check. Sure, and, um, and gross him out. Yeah, and then so he was like, uh, you scared him so bad that he passed out. Like, he just... <laughs> <laughs> So then, so we go through all this trouble, like me and, uh, me and Josh are like going through the front. We've got our Griffin. We're mm-hmm. all badasses and stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then Natalie and Kelly is her husband's name. Mm-hmm. They, they like successfully infiltrate, infiltrate. Like they, um, we, all of us save the baby monsters and we bring them back to the Brotherhood of Harmony. So then we, um, we put them down like on this table, like, in front of them, like, here's all the, here's all the baby monsters, we saved them, they're like, thank you, thank you so much, and then, um, they're like, uh, you can go now, like, that's all we needed, thank you, and I think they paid us, or something, and so as we're, we left, and then Tyler goes, and you hear the door, um, lock behind you, and then it's like a magical seal on the door, mm-hmm. And then you hear screams. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, they ate all the baby monsters? Yeah, dude. That's fucked up. So we went through all that trouble, and they're, like, eating all these baby monsters. Oh, like, no. No. So you just helped out some, like, neutral evils. Yeah. Ooh. The Brotherhood of Harmony, dude. Ugh. Oh, you didn't read the sign close enough. It was the Brotherhood of Harm. <laughs> oh, need. <laughs> or the Brotherhood of... Disharmony? Oh, man! No, no, no. It's the Brotherhood of Dis-Disharmony. <laughs> yeah, so we went through all of that, but it was so fun, and then, like... That's a Simpsons reference. Oh, yeah. The, how the how to Eat Man. The, the, it was the Treehouse of Horror episode? Yeah, yeah. Or, like, uh, or... Human human Head. And then it... And then no, no, no. It was, it was... Schumann Head. Or, uh, oh, okay, so they've done this joke before. Schumann Head of Lettuce. Because it was it was, like... Oh, no, no, yeah, the, the, to, that one. To, how to Eat Man. It was How to Eat Man or How to Prepare Man. It was like, it was a cookbook. Yeah. But it's like, oh, shit. How to Cook Man. How, yeah. How to Cook for, for man. man. How to Cook how for to... Forty Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's you great. just lost out on a golden opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I slave for hours. <laughs> There, there. Look what you've done. <laughs> uh, um, so yeah. So after we played, we like we didn't want to. Well, we wanted to keep playing, but like there, that was like the encounter. That was the yeah. thing that Tyler. And they were like, Tyler made that up. Tyler made that up with like thirty minutes. Yeah, and that's the best. Yeah, and so um, when when you can't tell what your DM has planned and what they came up with yeah. on the spot, that's the best. Oh, so like getting the Griffin, like we were gonna have to pay the dude that we got the Griffin from. But um, Natalie was like, do, she was like telling, like kind of guiding Kelly, because mm-hmm. neither of them have played, but she sure. was like getting way into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it seems like She it. was like, uh, um, do, an, do like in, intimidate him or something, like throw him up against the wall and yeah. tell him to give us the Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> and and she, he rolled really high and we that's got the awesome. Griffin for free. That's the best. Yeah. The, that's the best. The worst is you're like, you plan out this whole action and then you go, I rolled a six. Yes, that's your turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you got to give flavor. Yeah. So. You know, there is there's a system in fifth edition. I think I'm sure you already know about it uh, for oh. advantages and disadvantages. Sorry to cap off oh, that story. They have been playing D and D ever since. That's great. Like, they they got a group together. Like they got. That's like, awesome. 
they, I think they did meet up or just like uh, through mutual friends and stuff who were like, what is this D&D thing? And yeah. they, like they DM'd and like they, oh man. I think yeah. all too often the stereotype, that fucking old stereotype of like, everyone's dressed in cloaks and candles <laughs> and gargoyles. And... I mean, that's how I play. <laughs> cloaks, candles, and gargoyles. I'm fully nude. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but no, it's, it's there's there's nothing not fun about it. Yeah. I mean, it, I, it really Unless does depend on the, on the, DM. the DM. Yeah, if the DM is like... Because if they're just like, roll, you hit, six damage, <laughs> yeah. next. Yeah. Like, that's not a game. Yeah. That's yeah. like math. Yeah. Um, you gotta get the NPCs, you gotta get the voices, like, you gotta yeah. get full into it. Yeah, every I've already perfected, like, how goblins... Because, like, the goblins attack you, and they're like... <laughs> <laughs> and like, I talk to them. Do you speak goblin? <laughs> No, nope. and he goes. <laughs> and you're like, okay. Um, uh, I was gonna say the the advantage and disadvantage system. So like, uh, it does allow for more freeform stuff. Cause like one of my friends, he was like, I see the two goblins. Can I take? Can I can I shoot both of them? And I'm like, nah, that would be two two actions. But I will let you do something. And he and he's like, ricochet. He, no, he tried. He he was gonna knock two arrows like this, okay. and yeah. then release them twice. So in order to do that, I said, okay, that's you can totally do that, You'd have to but you have a like disadvantage, a... which means because it's you can do it, but it's a little harder than normal. Yeah. So a disadvantage means roll two d twenty, give me the lower number, and if oh. if you have an advantage, let's say it's something like I'm I'm like twenty feet higher than everybody, I shoot down at them. Okay, you can roll, but roll with advantage. That means roll two d twenty, give me the higher number. Oh. So that's a system that they came up with in fifth edition that makes okay. it a little bit different. It lets you like kind of be more creative with your yeah, actions yeah. and stuff. Well, uh, if you're rolling both d20s, like, couldn't you give the the higher number to one arrow and the lower number to the other? Mm. Well, that would be like if you did a regular action, but like it, it basically is like I rolled a 17 and I rolled an 8. If you rolled just the one d20, you roll that 8 and fail. But in yeah. this case, you had yeah. your option between 17 and 18, you're like, well, that's great, because you had the advantage, yeah, so you true. obviously would be doing better. So that's it's it's neat. I mean, it's just that's a pretty cool. little little touch. I mean, also I would think that it would be like a um, athletics check. Mm-hmm. It's a dex check, I think, because it's ranged attack. Okay, yeah, dexterity check, but probably athletics too to see if like you could actually do handle that. like um, holding both of them. No endurance, no, maybe that or? would be strength. Yeah, well, it's it would be strength to hold two, but I, I would go more. It's more of a dex, dex check yeah. because of the. You know. It'd have to be a high, like a 17 or a higher, sure. 18 or higher dex check. No. I, I When I DM, I do the, the easy standard thing of like 10, 15, 20, where it's like 10 is oh. easy, 15 is medium, 20 is like uncomfortable. Yeah. I got I got the shield for when I start DMing oh, the, uh, too. the yeah. <laughs> screen? Yeah, that has all the, yeah. the che- checks on it and stuff, all the standard. Yeah, that's like, a good thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. And also, and you, you, the reason you have the screen is to fudge all your rolls. So, so you're like... What what did you roll to knock down the door? You did it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Sometimes you can, and sometimes it's better because especially if if your players have worked super hard to do something, there's nothing more frustrating than having that thing fail because of stupid numbers. But the thing that you can do is like you're being creative and like you because if you if you do roll low, I mean, the DM's rolling for the for the NPCs. Mm-hmm. They're rolling their own checks, right. and um, yeah, if the DM 
rolls like high, then they're just rolling high, and like they're gonna have to mm-hmm. deal with it. And like they're, I mean, if you do die, then there are ways to bring you back. Like there's sure, of there's so many. Always. Yeah. Well, again, depends on the DM. Yeah. Some DMs can be dicks and yeah. be like, can I, hit, can I see your character sheet? Oh, what? That's the worst thing <laughs> yeah. I've ever heard of. <laughs> it's the worst. Yeah. This thing that you love, it's dead. This oh. thing that you've been working with for the mm-hmm. last ten years, sorry. Mm. Oh, ten years, that's a long game. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, you could get to level 30. If you're going fourth edition, you could get to level 30 in like two and a half years. Yeah, yeah, no, it's hard. I don't yeah. think... I've never been in a campaign that has lasted long enough to even get past level 10. I've never gotten that high. Yeah. I think the highest we ever got was maybe level 5? Yeah. I, I played a level 8 character, but that's because they let us start that way. <laughs> oh, wow. Because it was a one-shot. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's fun to like spend all that time with your character, and you're just like... <laughs> like, dude, Geldrick the Good, man. He was so awesome. I might, I might bring him back. I think... Think I still have his character sheet. I'm not sure. But that's the thing. It's like these, these alternate, oh, uh, these alter egos of yours will live on forever. Yeah. On someone's paper, but like. Bye, Island. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, it really is. There's something really special about having those shared memories that no one else will have. Cause, cause like you could say like, oh yeah, well we all read Lord of the Rings, yeah. but like, did you not every? It? Did you live Lord of the Rings? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only, only like six people know about the story of Geldrick the Good, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. We, I think we recorded some of those sessions, like, because we were going to, we did, like, video. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this would be so cool. Like, I think a lot of people would like this. But I don't know how into it um, Josh and Tyler would be. Because, like, one thing that they, one reason they didn't want to start a podcast is because they were like, I don't know, man. <laughs> They were like, I'm not much into, like, fame and all that stuff. I'm like, fame? Like, what <laughs> No fame? one has gotten famous off... Well, that's not yeah. true. Well, I mean... <laughs> if if someone did get famous off a podcast, it's because they already had something going. Of course. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, when when you're just like, this is my podcast world, here's episode one. Like, there's very few people who yeah. are like... I can't wait to listen to one episode. <laughs> who is this person I've never heard of? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're famous now. <laughs> YouTube famous. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that is a thing. It is a thing. It'd be cool to do something, like, I've always thought it would be neat, like, have, like, a show or a web series or something where where you have, you, you document the people playing just like that, and then you cut to a reenactment of that thing. You know, like, that could be a, an interesting improv game. Like... You know how like they do like ass cat and stuff at UCB, where like which you I haven't seen. I still oh, okay, it's seen, yeah. Sunday, I think it's like. Is it short show. form? Um, I don't know how. I, I don't know the the actual terminology for short uh, form improv, long form improv. Yeah, I, I know that um, there's, there's heralds, there's you know things like that. But the way the the way that is. works at ass cat is that like a monologist comes out and and does their whole like story, and then based on that story, the the improvisers do they do, improvise? Like, three small do they scenes. improvise the story? They, they just take little bits and pieces from the story, not necessarily even having to do with the story, but, like, they might take, like, they mention 7-Eleven, and then all of a sudden they just kind of create this small scene that takes place in a 7-Eleven, yeah. which doesn't necessarily have to correlate with the story itself, but right. because the monologist talked about it, it's something that they can work off of. Uh, so, like, okay. you like why couldn't you do, like a, like, a D&D improv thing where you have, 
a DM come out and like do the game, do like a short encounter with the group, and then have an improv, uh, like an improv team that, reenact that's, it. That's probably uh, you could probably compare that to like half D and D, half LARPing, and like meet in yeah. the middle somewhere. <laughs> yeah, LARPGing. Ah, LARPG. Is that real? Is it a real thing? Oh, I, I it, is so. it is now. It is now. TM. But yeah, because well, LARPing is just live action role play, and yeah. RPGs are role playing games. So it's like, yeah, LARPGs. LARPG. Improv LARPGs. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I guess we're going to have to make that happen now. <laughs> you gather you gather your comedy crew, I'll <laughs> gather my game crew, and uh, we'll just we'll just put it together that way. Yeah. Um, what? Wait, let's see. I think I've done the three questions. No, no, no. What? Uh, yeah, what's your favorite part about uh, what you would want to do for your uh, mountaintop? I mean, you mentioned like five things, but. I know. <laughs> I think. Uh... Well, you mentioned with uh, D&D, like, um, favorite part is like jumping into a world and. Yeah, uh, you know, I think it all comes down to um, getting together with people you care about and, and having a shared experience. Yeah. Like, all the things that I like kind of involve that. Like, uh, you know, board games, it's one of the few th- reasons you can actually get, like, a bunch of people in one room yeah. and spend time with them. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo games are like that because they're not really good with the online stuff. Like, Xbox and PlayStation, you want to get online. Right. You want to get on, like, NPC. the PlayStation Network. Yeah, you see, that, it's like my screen, a, like we're yeah. all playing. It's but more of a sol- uh, like a solitary experience. But like you get Nintendo and everyone's playing well, Mario Kart. Super or... solitary. Like you're in your yeah. room alone, but you're in the game. No, but I mean, you got to admit <laughs> there is still something more special of having a conversation with person in the room and like skyping them across the way or whatever. Yeah. So uh, and then like um, yeah, D and D. That's another situation where people get together. Uh, drawing, that's different. But um, <laughs> no, I like every part about drawing. Yeah. Uh, you know, drawing for me is such a nice kind of. Is it the end result or like people it's both. people it's appreciating both. it or? It's, um, I don't really care so much about people appreciating it. Well, I like I like the process of doing something yeah. of making something that wasn't there before. Because you, when you're creating something, you're not saying like, "Oh man, I can't wait to see what people think about yeah, this." Yeah, exactly. You're thinking like, "I can't wait to like finish this for me, like, right. and see what I think of it." And then like, if other people think like it as a result that's cool too like yeah unfortunately i'm like my, my own worst critic i usually go like i can't wait to uh, i guess i'm throwing this away <laughs> uh eraser yeah but there is something kind of cool about like just like there was nothing on this page before and now there is look at this and it's very rare that i'm actually super proud of something that i've done yeah. but when i've gotten those moments it's like hey i'm capable of things <laughs> maybe not reaching mountaintops but i can, I can at least I can circle do stuff one. yeah um Oh, and magic. But you know what? I I was just at the Magic Castle last night. and Oh, uh, like magic magic. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, you know, sleight of hand yeah. and card tricks. Uh, but I've, I, I, as a kid, used to do magic tricks, you know, just to, like, you know, meet people or impress friends or whatever. But I, I've never stuck with it. Yeah, like same I, with, I can do same with Tyler, the, yeah. the good DM. Oh, yeah? Yeah, magic. There's something really fun about magic. Close, close it's like, up magic. It, it feels like something that like not a lot of people can do. Yeah. And then, and then the result, the, like the reaction you get from people Whoa. like, what? <laughs> like, that's that's fun. There's something really cool about that. But then but then the worst thing is when they're like, you got to do that again. 
show everyone, show everyone what you're doing. Like, no, I just wanted to show one person. <laughs> now, now there's too much pressure to entertain, uh, which is probably why I could probably never be a stand-up comedian. I'll just hide behind Twitter. <laughs> or uh, just go up on stage with a curtain in front of you. Like Charlie and It's Always Sunny Philadelphia. Is there, <laughs> yeah. Is there a way I could get like a curtain in front of me while I'm playing? Because I get myself conscious. <laughs> no one can watch me. Just put a ventriloquist dummy on stage. <laughs> I wonder if anyone's ever done that. Just put a ventriloquist dummy and like put a spotlight on them, but you're the we're in the back room and no and one gets to watch you. No I'm just reading even, my Twitter stream. No one's even controlling the dummy. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just sitting there for you to look at. <laughs> That would be the worst comedy show ever. The only way I could see that working is, like, there's a little flap for your face that you, like, peek out every <laughs> once in a while. Like, okay. No, so that would defeat the whole purpose of anonymity. They're liking it. Anonymity. Uh, yeah, that's what I meant to say. <laughs> and I was hoping you wouldn't call it out. <laughs> it's okay. Push through. Power through. Um, something that me and Josh started doing was, um, is if we started flubbing a word while we were talking, just... I can push through to the end. Like it'll sound funny, but it'll be worth it in the end. Indeed. <laughs> oh, this was a good episode, man. Two, oh, good. Two cool. hours. Two hours? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. I think uh, maybe a little less because uh, the time of like going down to get you. So maybe like. Oh, you. So that's hour. your trick. You what? Have... No, I don't have a trick. What? Pay <laughs> no attention to the man behind the podcast. <laughs> That is the sneakiest thing. Uh, it's so it's probably like hour fifty five. All right. Well, yeah, you know, if you have to cut out a lot of dead air or redundancy, I don't care. No, I'm not. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. I'll just cut out the part where I went to. Okay. Um, do you have anything to plug? Sure. Uh, I have a podcast. Uh, it's called You Know Stuff. I do it with my friend Jake Baumgart, and it's about, uh, you know, stuff. <laughs> it's just random, like. Yeah, whatever. We, if we if we have a guest, we just kind of talk about the things that that guest uh, knows. Um, yeah. You know, we've had uh, one of my friends was uh, he talked about D and D. We talked about DMing and how that's fun. And then uh, how many episodes deep are you guys? I think we just did twenty. Like our Comic Con nice. episode was twenty. Nice. I didn't get to go, but him and his girlfriend went, so they just did a recap for me. I got to go. Yeah, yeah. I I think I saw some pictures and stuff. It. It it's awesome. funny. It's one of those things where, like, before Comic-Con was happening, I was like, eh, it's fine. I've been to Comic-Con. I don't really care. And then, like, as it's happening, you're yeah. like, kind of wish I was there. I wish I could yeah. go, too. Yeah. But, but no, it's cool. I mean, like, I, I went to WonderCon this year, so I kind of had that experience. But it looked like a good time. Yeah. It was fun. So, yeah, You Know Stuff is a podcast. It's on iTunes. Um, my Twitter is at a Cornejo. Um, Spell it. A-C-O-R-N. A Y H O, A Cornejo. Yeah. And uh, yeah. At uh, at Dougathan for my personal one. D O U G A T H A N, and then at Yamatat. Is your middle name Nathan? No. You just wanted to be funny. No, no, no. Uh, I did not create that nickname. Okay. It was one day. Uh, <laughs> Dougathan. Yeah, one day me and my buddies were bowling. This was like my birthday, my sixteenth birthday party, and. My buddy David Reichman, one day, or that day, uh, we, I don't know what was funny or why he was laughing, but he just goes, <laughs> oh, Dugathan. And I was like, I'm keeping that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not a bad name. Yeah. It's pretty good. I almost thought of maybe, like, 
introducing myself as Dougathan. To sometimes. people? Yeah, to people. <laughs> and like, you can just call me Doug, though. It's <laughs> <laughs> Dougathan. Doug, Doug for short. <laughs> Cause I'm not I'm not gonna go by Douglas anytime soon. Like that's on that's on my license, but yeah, yeah. Douglas Culp. <laughs> it's culpable. It's culpable. It's guilty of having the last name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and watch American Dad on TBS, so I can have a, a job. Still. Yeah. When did it uh, When did it start airing on TBS? Right? It hasn't yet. It's okay. gonna by the end of the year. I think we have two new more. episodes, right? Uh huh. All new episodes. It's the only TBS is the only place you can watch new episodes of American Dad. Uh, the last two, I think, are going to get aired by Fox before Thanksgiving. How many seasons in is it? The, we're currently starting our 10th. Holy cow. Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty neat. <laughs> Pretty neat. Dude, after that 10th season, just ride it. Ride it on out. Yeah. You know, we've I've, I've been seeing Pete Holmes a lot lately. Uh, around I, I know around TBS? Fact, yeah. No, no, no. At, um, at American Dead. I know for a fact he's... We, we've aired an episode with him in it. But, uh, yeah, he, he did. He, he did a, did a voice, or did he? Yeah, voices. Cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yep. And I don't think I can talk anymore about that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, Thanks, right. man. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, this was awesome. I appreciate it. You and me and thoughts and talk with Doug Culp. And now. <laughs> Doing ending things. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, your your podcast doesn't usually end, does it? No, I just tell people to stop listening. <laughs>